Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Cone and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite smoke. radio station? I have the garage. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound it's gonna ever keep me down. Live. The I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Oh, well, that's not very nice. Are you uh, Dave Harrison? Ah, I don't know. Not some... familiar with his work. Yeah, well, work. It's a big, he's a scream. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> You're on Radio Nope. Appreciate you tuning in. I'm here with Pat and Ryan. What's Hello going there. on, boys? Oh, nothing. Oh, <laughs> I got all my talking out before we went in the air. <laughs> I'm all out of stories. Me, me, Pat and I covered everything. Yep. In the five minutes. Then we fixed it. <laughs> fixed it all. Uh, welcome back here to Live for the Barrage. Thank you very much. Uh, Tree Voight and his tremendous show. Pre-emptives. <laughs> We can do better than that. Uh, yeah. strike. And uh, that you could hear that uh, before our show every Friday night. Right here. At 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Our show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be interviewing Ed Steckley at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. And then we're going to do... And then we're, we're going to switch to Pacific Time. The news at 10 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time. And then we're going to do the gonna, Ryan game at 10.30 yeah. p.m. Eastern yeah. Time. And that's the show. Mm, then we're switching to Central. Then yeah. we're going to do the Mario Central. game. Mm. Gonna, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, he's going to show up late. Thank God. <laughs> and also, I think we have uh, uh, Mary Thomas coming in today. What do you think of that? I did hear about this. Yeah. I think very highly. The great Mary Thomas. So we're, ex- we're excited to interview uh, Ed Steckley. Do you know who Ed Steckley is? He was on St. Elsewhere. That is incorrect. He was in Mad Magazine. Close. Well, that is also incorrect. Yeah. No, he, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he was in it. <laughs> is anyone really well, his name in was, it? I think. <laughs> it's on the back page. They have all the artists with him. Mr. Steckley. Yeah. By the way, if you uh, fold the show in half, nothing will happen. How did I just lose my right channel? Yeah. I had both channels, and now it just disappeared. Mm. I've had one. Me and Ryan have one channel for like two years. It's <laughs> great. I'm the only one whinging. I thought it was me all this time. No, it, it sucks for like the first year. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> and then you figure it keeping, out. Keep it, keeping in mind I'm down to about 20 shows a year. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you were re- recording with uh, our friend Paul Graziano this uh, last That's correct. Week. That's why you weren't here for the... Uh, uh, si- Sid Butler from Lace Savvy Fan. Mm-hmm. Great guest. Good guy. Thank you nice for doing guy. it, Sid. That episode yeah. is up, along with yeah. many other episodes. And all I have to do now is finish editing the episode where I threatened to uh, uh, <laughs> harm what could be perceived as a 
a threat by those with no sense of humor uh, to harm a head of state. Mm. So I'm I'm almost done with that. <laughs> that there's was, laws against that. No, he, yeah, he there's like one the one law. Thank God nobody listens. Yeah, thank God. We got one really be all over you right now. One really agitated <laughs> listener. I'm like, should I bleep out the president or bleep out the verbs before it? I went with the verbs. I think yeah. it's funnier. <laughs> the minimal yeah. amount of it. I said I, I want to make out with right. that. Tickle. <laughs> all I know is I got to smoke do. cigarettes in jail. If there's no smoking in jail, I'm out. I'm bleeping it up. Oh, they banned that. Hey, Bloomberg got rid of that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you could use a nice little getaway, huh? Uh, yeah, I need. <laughs> Do they have like lozenges in there or something? <laughs> fucking totally no. out. No, you look like like right when you come through airport security before you get all your stuff back. That's what what's, what's happening. You're those, tuning in. those federal prisons. Don't worry, they'll send you to a country club. Yeah, right. Mm. That's what they do when you threaten. To, all right, we shouldn't you know talk about. <laughs> if you threaten the president of New Zealand, they just like you know they send you like a park. <laughs> hang out yeah exactly i did it once just because i didn't have cable <laughs> see what would happen <laughs> i wanted to i know i wanted to watch some tv those new zealand swat mm, team yeah. coming uh, through the windows mm, like a premium premium cable there if you're tuning in for ed steckley that interview squares. will happen at 9 p.m or or thereabouts uh, ed steckley is an artist uh illustrator he's a, a Rubin award winner do you know what that is we'll so find it's a out a sandwich he's written children's books as a Works are featured in Mad Magazine. Yeah. Cracked Magazine. Newspapers. Yeah. Everything. Excited to talk to him. So, a matter of print media. I'm always excited to talk to someone who could draw because I just don't get it. Huh. And most of my questions are like, so how do you draw? <laughs> like, I'm not dumb. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do that. What? It's very frustrating. You never saw the ad in the back of the. Uh, the... The magazines you draw the lion starting with the number five. I draw like half that turtle, uh, and I'm turtle. It's hard. It looks like a shoe. I'm mm. out. Uh, please get on the microphone there. Uh, what's your name, Susie? There's yeah. a uh, Mary Thomas is here. Yeah, yeah she is. Grab. I don't know this. Every the headphones are all tangled up. Everything's all fucked it's up. It's Tommy here. Rockstar's fault. It is. And he left like two pairs of brand new headphones behind the bar. I just untangled everything. Oh, thank you. Fuck's sake. Right. This I is what I'm dealing with. I have been here on time. Oh, I can hear you. Hi, how are you, Mary? I'm good. How are you What's guys? What's going on? Sorry I'm late. I stopped at Dwayne Reed for some beer. Delicious. Which microphone? Are you so you're not with Tommy? I don't know. You came on your own? I, I came on my own. So oh, look at that. Uh, hello? You're a better cast member than he is. <laughs> Try that. Speak right into that microphone, please. Yeah. All right. It's good to see you guys. How's All it right, going? Good to see you, too. How's it going? Great. I'm glad uh, neither of our uh, baseball teams are in the playoffs. Very exciting. Wild cards are out. Yeah. Thank you. Who's your team? <laughs> the Giants. Mm. I kind of yeah. hate them. I know you do. I don't know what's. I just they just annoy the shit out of me. Well, what? it was when Uniforms, we won. Uniforms, Barry Bonds. We won like three times. Oh, Barry Bonds. <laughs> Jeff, yeah. Jeff Kent. Get over oh. that. Right. What was that, Mary? Oh, Barry Bonds. That was a long time ago. You need to get over that. Mm. Bum Gardner. Oh, I love him. Mm. He's a nice guy. He's, He's good. a nice guy. He's. He's a Probably the best pitcher. Thank you. That son of a bitch. He beat us in that one-game playoff. Yeah, I was there. So was I. It's what do you think fault. I was doing, sitting here with my thumb on my ass? Uh, afterwards, I'm sure. Oh, man. that was. I, now I'm depressed. Yeah. After they lost, you probably reconsidered it. <laughs> You're like, I should have been sitting at home with my thumb up my ass. I put my thumb straight up my ass. <laughs> Get season tickets for thumb up your ass. Exactly. They're like, sir. Mm. 
I went to the game on Sunday where they ended the season on a high note. Oh, that was great. I that was turn so on the last Mets game of the season. I'm listening to it on the radio on my way home. I got, but it goes to extra innings. I get, I, I get into bed. Yeah. Because I like to, you know. Yeah, it's seven like to stretch out. Night. I like to stretch Sunday. out. I take my Marcus. clothes off. I get into bed, and I turn the TV on, and to see the uh, like, you know, the last uh, Mets game. I'm like, yeah, we're going to lose this fucking game too. And Dom Smith, who hasn't played in months. Since July 27th. He's running around on the scooter, comes up, pinch hit, freaking three-run home, walk off, they win the in game. In the 11th inning. End the season on a high note. I love it. And Good uh, for him. I like we, that guy. We only stayed because Audrey refused to let us go. He on. might be a special needs person, <laughs> but he's good for him. Surprised you have a TV in the bedroom, John. Yeah. Thought you'd be again it. I don't watch TV to go to sleep. Like I, I, I'm better off with it off. I'm, yeah, I don't really, you know. But now, I, it's, since it's there, I lay in bed, especially in the summertime with the air conditioner and stuff, and I watch the uh, game mm. sometimes. You got a whole load of pillows and stuff. You build a whole little backrest. I, oh, my God. I'm like a, a pillow fort, son of a bitch. I got it, everything. I, I got my leg on a pillow. I got my arm over a pillow. I'm hugging another pillow. Like, you know, Clay goes to work in the morning. I'm like, and I'm just coming home. Mm. So the whole bed to myself. <clears throat> grabbing pillows everywhere. I got two pillows. I fold another. I'm a pillow folder under how many the pillows? Head. How many pillows are on the bed before you get into it? Uh, Let's go seven. Seven pillows. An odd number. That's right. I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah, like uh, maybe six or six or seven pillows. Mm. You got little square throw pillows and stuff? No. Mm. I have those, but I don't. I hate those. Mm. I have all regular pillows now. Good. I throw those I'm throw pillows right in the corner in the yeah. room, in the attic, whatever. Yeah, out of here. Garbage. Mm-hmm. No you, way. Even if you put it in, in between your knees, dumb. Never have. Uh, I got news for you. Those little pillows, they're like good shims. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just, need to, you just need to get an extra inch in there. Sometimes you put the pillow under. I, you know, I have the whole thing. I'm, I'm weird. Seven seems excessive. Yeah, seven, seven seems excessive. Well, there's two people in my bed, Mary. That's, that's, that math doesn't work out, but... It's a lot of pillows. Yeah. And a cat. What do you do with a cat in the bed? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's probably one throw pillow in the middle that goes that has to be put diagonally or you get in a fight. Yeah, no, the throw pillows are all out. Mm. It's just regular pillows. You kick the cat out of the bed or you let it stay? The cat, uh, no, I, I pet, the cat comes into bed once in a while, right? It nuzzles up to me. I pet the cat like a normal person. Right. That turns your arm into confetti. And then... After the cat, no, I never have to kick Shreds the cat out. to pieces, right? The cat just gets sick of me after like five minutes and just leaves. She just gets up. He's like, she's like, see ya. Got to be somewhere else. Jumps onto the floor like, you know, she saw an alien or something. She just leaves. Right. Like, you're a dick. My cat used to get into the, the, the What's bed better than cuddling with me while I'm petting you? Like something else is out there? Like you're going to go, like, such a depressing my, engagement. My, my cat would only occasionally demand to, to come into the bedroom. He would just he would sit at the threshold and he wouldn't come into the bedroom. Yeah. But occasionally he would demand if he was feeling especially needy. And, but he would get into bed and, and, and climb into bed and slide up and put his, stick his head out under the covers. Right, uh, and keep the rest of his body under the covers. But, like, he, would, he, like he was taking cute. a cue from me. Like, I guess this is how you work this thing. <laughs> right. Cause I think I was reading somewhere that it's a possibility that, like, the cat's... You know, the cat licks you and stuff, right? Mm. It's grooming you. I think the cat might think that you're just a big, stupid, awkward cat. It does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the cat thinks, thinks you're a cat. It thinks the cat thinks it's the boss, and mm. it thinks you're just like a, ooh, like, ooh, you should have sent that cat down the river. Like, All I right, can't believe yeah. it lived. Yeah, the stupid cat only re- responds mm. to meows. You know, somehow, somehow he's feeding me. Mm. 
Somehow he's feeding me. Yeah, well, the cat makes it. the rounds every night. He d- hates the open doors, opens up every door with the air conditioner on. It's a mess because she's just meowing. She's meowing to get in. She comes in for ten, five minutes. She doesn't have to meow to get out. I'm ready to throw the thing through, through the window, Robin. <laughs> what do you got? A window unit? Why does it matter? Yeah, that's right. Goes? You got my oh, house. You yeah. don't have central air. No, I don't. Hmm. Excuse me, Rockefeller. Uh, if you would like to <laughs> help me out, <laughs> start a GoFundMe. Well, listen, you live in California. Everyone has that shit. Yeah. No, in San Francisco, nobody has air conditioning. Really? Never no. gets over seventy. Yeah, it's like yeah. sixty degrees it never? every day. Yeah. I mean, it does, and then people go stay in hotels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? We can't deal. Yeah. Yeah. Over that. over seventy is too hot for the San Francisco. I mean, it gets eighties, and we all freak out. Really? Yeah. Huh. True story. So I huh. guess you don't have PC Richards out there. That's where it is. What? The, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite sell, comedian, PC Richards. He's the appliance he giant. Doesn't tell right. any bad jokes. Mm. Yeah, I, well, you yeah, know, San Francisco's not, they don't need air conditioners. They're, they're going to need pumps. They're going to need bilge pumps for seawater soon enough. But they don't yeah. need air conditioning. I, I'm, I'm a window unit guy. I'm going to. Oh man, I got to hump those things out of the window soon now. Mm. Damn it. Yeah. That's the worst time of the year. It is. Yeah. And then you, it's just like filled with time. Like I just put them in. Spills all, I feel like I just put put them in and took them out a million times. Like time goes so fast, it really does. <laughs> Doesn't it just? It does. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you up to, Mary? What are you doing here in my garage? Uh, I just came to hang out in New York for a couple of days. Nice. Seeing the sights. No, there's no uh, rock and roll show or anything you're going to? That's no just... rock and roll. I mean, there are rock and roll shows in town, but nothing that I'm going to. Are you t- wait a I've second. Pa- you telling me there's rock and roll shows in town in New there York are. this weekend? Yeah. New York City? Yeah. I've, I'm missing a couple now to be here. Oh, really? Oh, excuse me. Don't let me hold you up. I'm going to keep it from your uh, rock and roll show. Who's playing Conan Neutron? Uh, no, oh. that was a good show though. Um, oh. uh, Christine, do you know Christine? She's like, no. um, she's like if a demon possessed a man, dead man's body. If a demon possessed a car. A female demon possessed, <laughs> yep, a dead man's body. And uh, that's the artist's name, just Christine. Yep. Hmm. Never. Heard. And I think uh, like, who I don't else? exactly Ty, have Ty my Siegel's finger on the pulse. Um, should I plug other people's shows tonight? Yeah, go so ahead. Plug whatever some, you want. Uh, yeah, other out. things <laughs> to do. So you're just here, just on a whim, like to just hang out with us and yeah, run around right? the city. Yeah. yeah, man, that's totally. cool. When did you plan this trip? Uh, a couple of weeks like ago. Plan, I've been here man. like every month for the last. I know couple you months. come off the well. Yeah. Last time you were here, it was like 98 degrees. I remember. When we yeah, were she up moved at, into a hotel. The, They're playing, too. The Tommy House. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Camp Rockstar. That was a fun weekend. That yeah. was. Thank it's you. been terrific. <laughs> zero, zero structural collapse. <laughs> uh, not while we were there. That was pre-construction. Do you have any plans to wait while you're here? What are you going to do? Uh, Go to the Louvre or something? Oh, that, that's in that's Paris. Oh, right. Paris. Um, plans. <laughs> nope. No plans. No. Nothing. I'll, I'll eat a slice, maybe. Mm. But don't, when you're on the plane, yeah, you don't think of like one plan? plan. You're like, oh, so I'm screwed. I'm just going to freewheel. I'll just call people. You know, it used to be, Traveling Pete used to be like my go-to, but now that he's got a girlfriend, he's he's no longer my drinking buddy at any time of day. Yeah, he so blows I, now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, where is he now? He's, he's not a here. It's a Friday night. wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's always going to some feast or something. Fuck out of here. Listen, you're fired. It's over if you're listening at, at a wedding. <laughs> they have us at the PA on the wedding. 
He texted me. He did manage to get him put on the Isles game. <laughs> at a wedding? You made him put in a hockey game? <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a TV at the bar. That's He's the like, turn move I ever put on the Isles game. Hey, you got the Isles mm. game on it? Mm. Well, the NHL app doesn't work, so. <laughs> so there'll be no Pete today. And there, there will be a Mario, though, to everyone's uh, delight. He'll be here later. And at, ni- at the 9 p.m. hour, Eastern Time, we'll be interviewing the great Ed Stickley, illustrator, artist, award winner. What, right kind, from, of a, what, what kind of tip you got to throw out to get the bartender to turn on the Islanders game at a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there were TVs at a wedding. It's just like, a, kind of like you open with a sawbuck. Or... Like a little bar stand or something there? Like... <laughs> no, I'd I, be there's more where this came from. I already tipped the people at the wedding 300 bucks or whatever i'm out with the tip in the bartender mm. what you, get, no, you mean I, the I wedding gift everybody. what the wedding is gift that what is you a call? yeah i thought it was a tip. Not a tip no, no. <laughs> what's the ticket still got to tip the valet and the bartender and the yeah, guy who right. puts the game on sit there and eat a, a sea bass it costs you tip five dollars i tip at the table at the table yeah I tip no the i never even heard of that i tip the bartender yeah i always browbeat everybody to put in put together a kitty for the server at the table i would do that i didn't know you were supposed to do that yeah that's that's when you plink the champagne glass right that's what that really means say goodbye to that uh that central air john that's not happening that's when i'll sit in the house and sweat and get a crown and tip in the table cut what you can you leave money behind in the hotel room for the cleaning staff? <laughs> I get all that? jealous. I look at both my next-door neighbors got central AC like not too long ago, oh. and they run like the, the, the refrigeration lines up the house with like a, a you know, a uh, siding, like a vinyl siding casing thing. And I'm, because I don't, I'm jealous I don't have uh, central air, I just look at them like, yo, that's ugly. You're stupid. That shit's ugly. Like I say to myself as I look out the window, the I don't that. want that in my house. Why That's you got ugly. That? That's my, stupid. Uh, my uh, family of mine has uh, has hotels and stuff like that. And they stayed in order, my brother stayed in one of the hotels one time. He left behind like fifty for the uh, for the cleaning staff. He, you know, he's there for over a week. So he left like fifty back for the uh, for the cleaning staff. And then like two weeks later, he got an envelope in the mail, postmarked from Ireland. He opened it. It was just a note in it that said "dickhead," and it was the fifty back. No way. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you don't tip in the yeah, Europe. Apparently, right? my uncle found it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> what, it's like, what am I going to do with 50 pence or mm. pounds or whatever? Mm. I don't know how to use this in America. They take a, a American money in Ireland? No. no. Right. Zero. Right. Zed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think they took it in Iceland. I don't remember. No, maybe not. Oh. Who knows? Who cares? They took it in Denmark. Everyone, I went to an ATM and just like put my debit card and Icelandic money came out. It was like magic. <laughs> you got clamshells. And then everyone I was on the trip was like, where'd you get that Icelandic money? I'm like, from the fucking machine, you know? Yeah. But you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell when you're in a bad neighborhood because you don't understand the currency at all. Right. See, <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm kicking out fives. Give me... <laughs> Give me fifty drop money of your life. I don't know. Here's a hundred. I don't know what it's all. It's like you know, monopoly money to me. Exactly. I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, take the whole thing. I can't. It's like it. a fish and a sailor on this shit. I don't give a fuck. What am I gonna yeah, do yeah. with it? Yeah, don't go gambling. I just want to take one home as a souvenir. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. One of my kids. Yeah, yeah like I got a, you something. Yeah, it was like a like a fucking sparrow <laughs> on it and shit. Ah, I forgot to get the kids something. You know what they like? 
<laughs> the miniature airplanes that I buy in the airplane. I spent the money on a miniature airplane. <laughs> I buy it on the airplane. That's right. correct. Well, the best was packages uh, to go to Ireland. People like, oh man, get me all this candy and uh, these chocolates you can't get here in America. And then, uh, like, or maybe it was Gallagher, they would forget to buy them. And but then you could just go to Woodside and buy all that shit at the yeah, store. Yeah, just like, walk oh. down, walk down to the corner, and they have everything right there. Oh, I remember. Here's mm-hmm. your Lion Bar, or whatever the crap. Yeah, here's your Tato's <laughs> bag of Tato. <laughs> I get Tato. Here's your Cadbury Crisp. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, our guest is from Sunnyside, and I don't know. I don't know why he's not here. Did you know that, Pat? Do you know what time it is? You could have drove him. Mm. No, he's going to be on the phone. Mm. I didn't know it. My whole plans were up in the air <laughs> this whole evening. I'm here under protest, John. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the two I don't sit. I'm still. supposed to be at the Islanders' uh, uh, home opener. Unfortunately, that home is in Nassau Coliseum, and uh, Waze said it was going to take two hours to drive 17 miles. So ridiculous. I had to take a powder on that. Mm -hmm. What's going on with the... uh the Barclays Center, are they, are they done there, or are they still going to play games there? Oh, well, they're going to play seven less games, which they announced, like, mm. fucking four days ago. Right, and this being one of them. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, mm. When does that new uh, disaster open up in that Belmont actually, Park? That actually looks like it's going to be good. That's opening in 2021. Seven less but, games in total, or just there? No, it was supposed to be 21 games in, at the Coliseum, Ryan, and 20 games in, they, in Brooklyn, and then they just announced, oh, no, seven games are going to be moved to the Coliseum. Including the Rangers games. Right. So, John, strap in. Buckle oh, I'm, up. I'm ready We're to taking go, a ride. I'm ready to go to the barn. Mm. I believe the Avid Brothers are playing Barclays tomorrow night, if anyone is interested. Who? Show starts at 8. Tickets are still on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Call Ticketron. Who sent you? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go to the barn with you, man. And it's, 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 it's a gigantic scoreboard that's nowhere near the center of the ice for whatever reason. <laughs> no, the, the Collie? Yeah. No, it's sort of talking. Oh, the collie's in no. center ice. Yeah. yeah, it's a little askew. The collie? Man, you can't see it if you're in the top seats. Uh, you're missing half the scoreboard. It's a nightmare, too. What are you talking about? That place sucks. You're out of your mind. There's no bathrooms. You have, uh, to, you have to pee in a cup. Uh, no, you go outside and use the uh, pee in the trailer. Yeah, they have trailers. Uh huh. Yeah, that's at. right. The concourse is about as wide as this room. It's a real class joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I'll tell you what it is. It's an excellent soft target. Did they? Re- yeah. <laughs> Imagine you're like the worst terrorist ever. You go blow up in Ireland. Man. Exactly. You get, right. You get back to uh, Syria. They're like, what? Mm. Who? Islanders. These guys suck. <laughs> did they? Didn't they? Re- did they rebuild it or they re? Vamped it or uh, they did something? They, they, kind of. They stuck tiles to any surface <laughs> that it would take. Mm, and whatever they couldn't stick tiles to, they put a lick of paint on it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. go see the Islanders <laughs> at the Nassau Coliseum. The Nassau Mausoleum, as uh, Steve Summers on the Midnights on WFM. Yeah, with yeah he's good. He is good. <laughs> he's doing the Midnights forever, that guy. I love that guy. So, uh, yeah, go see Pat at the Nassau Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Ryan, you have anything to plug? <laughs> you want to give out my seat number? <laughs> this is the worst first 20 minutes I get, show I get totally harassed. <laughs> it's my fault. It's mm. my fault. Go see Unsilent Picture in Sleepy Hollow, mm. New York. Are you go- oh, but yeah, go see Joker. He's a twisted guy. Uh, um, that movie got horrible reviews. Did it? Oh, I, my God. I, I good reviews it, and I knew it was going to be bad. Mm. Your boy Mark Maron's in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He's acting with uh, Robert De Niro's, who I saw mm. a couple weeks ago. Impressive. Impressive. That that Mark Maron's acting with De Niro, that I saw De Niro. 
which is did you pretty... saw him? Did you see him buying a newspaper? No. <laughs> Tell us about it. I saw him run from the car into a building because it was the premiere of The Irishman. A bunch of autograph hounds were out there. These scales, you know, I told him last week. He should have wore the big shoes. <laughs> to the premiere, so he could run to the. Uh, oh, low, low exactly. bridge, low bridge. Yeah, exactly, he's gonna like wear, wear those big shoes. He looks like a wife going to the golf, the, the goth club, By to dance way, it up. I have exclusive uh, audio of the Joker movie. Oh, if you you? Yeah, I just found it now. It was sent to me by. Uh, oh, okay. this, is, this is a little leak. A big one. Yeah, here's, the, here's the here's Joker. Mm. <laughs> um, I recognize that laugh. <laughs> he likes to laugh, that guy. He's so <laughs> Better than Heath Ledger. He's wild. <laughs> Virtuoso. We just quit. Quit the show. Yeah. You going apple picking with me tomorrow, you son of a bitch? Me? Yeah, if I have to go, you have to go. You want apple picking? I don't pick apples. I just sit there and drink on a blanket. I'll go. Mm. Is this the time of year for the apple harvest? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cold up there. You going to go? You don't know yeah, about I'm, this? I'm going. I'm going. Oh, all right. I'm going to take you my better. pants off when I'm up there. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why not? Why? It's the right of town. Jesus Nobody knows Christ. us. <laughs> you got cozy. Yeah, you know. Mm. He I likes mean, to spread out, too. It's my vacation, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I said, no pants or no deal. Right. <laughs> it only says no shirt, no shoes, no, no service. That's what I say. That's what I always say. Ryan's got shoes, a shirt, and no right. pants. He's like, you better serve my ass. Give me some apples. Or fix the sun. <laughs> Stupid apples. Mm. You got a bunch of apples on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> this, is a, this is a tremendous scam. Look at that farmer hoodwinking everybody into coming and picking apples for free. Yeah. It costs like, you know. Uh, hundred bucks. You just get that bobcat with the. the I the could buy a hundred apples in front of it and shake the shit out of it. Hundred apples cost you for my job for like five cents. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a tree in my backyard that's the bane of my existence. Yeah, it just hangs over my property. It's not on my property. Oh, the it old just hangs on my property, and so like as annoying as it is already, uh, like it turns out it fruits also. <laughs> so just when it wasn't annoying enough, so about. You say it fruits? 6 like a.m. a few years ago. Yeah, it makes crab apples, which is great. Uh, I like yeah, cleaning that delicious. up. Delicious. Mm-hmm. You should try them. They're, yeah. they're poisonous. Mm-hmm. So for about a, a couple of years ago, I had a, a particularly a, a squirrel was working on a bit. About 6 o'clock in the morning, he'd start, and I'd just, I'd just hear. <laughs> I open up the, look out the window. What the fuck is going on? Is a squirrel just taking one bite out of every crab apple and just yeah, dropping it, it onto prick. the top of my van? Yeah, mm. they do it on purpose. He was enjoying it. The squirrel takes one bite out of my baby cherry tomato, mm. and he leaves it on the fucking deck, like high up for me to see. Mm. Then he shits on your windshield. He taunts you. It really is. I believe a taunt, and I'm not even mm. kidding. What yeah. a dick! What are dicks? Squirrel. They're total dicks. Total. Mm. They, when we were kids, there were crab apple trees like everywhere. We full time. Like whipping those things. Yeah, at we each used other. to put them in slingshots. Now you don't really see them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why they've, they've genetically evolved to not use those weapons anymore. And somebody, somebody finally went. These apples ain't no good. Let's cut these trees down and never plant yeah. another one again. Let's go it's and disgusting. Get, get those. They used Even to be like super hard and gross, and, you, right. and then they would get squashy, and you'd like wing it at your friend's head or your ex friend's head. Friends. Now, you hit them with the apple. <laughs> I used to have a plum tree, and we'd have rotten plum fights. Ooh, that's Smelly, nasty. gross, yeah, it was fun. That's the best. I bet you those get all nice and fermented. You could, like... Ants in them. Step on them and 
drink that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> very good. Did you hear the cricket? Yeah. <laughs> it's been going on the whole show. <laughs> if you yeah. whip a plum at somebody, you're like, ah, it's a little wet and plummy all over you. Like, it just sucks. And then night, now, now you have six, 16 ants on your neck, too. You're like, this, oh, oh, no. John's, it's getting John's, worse. John's fermenting jailhouse wine next to the radiator. <laughs> yeah, I'm making the juice or whatever they call <laughs> what it. What do they call it? I don't know. Mm. I would just call it jailhouse wine, but they have to have a nickname for everything. Mm. Jailhouse wine is my favorite uh, Elvis <laughs> Presley number. <laughs> I saw Jailhouse Wine. Mm. Mm. Jailhouse Wine is the emo response. <laughs> Get it, Wine with an H. Thank you. The cricket is the best. Mm. In the I hope the audience can hear that. <laughs> I have flies in here like crazy. There were no fruit flies the entire summer, and now I got a million of them because I left a bunch of beers out here. And it's cold now. Die, you motherfucker. I killed like a thousand of them today. Yeah, they're not going Instead anywhere. of doing sure research, I just killed a thousand fruit flies out here. Using the, uh, the vinegar traps there? No, I hit him with a broom. Like, really? Yeah, just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of whacking the shit out of him. It's like, you know, the vinegar trap, you catch like one. There's, no. there's like a thousand. No. No, it's bit bullshit. Of, bit of vinegar and drop a dish soap. Instead of uh, all here. that effort, all I, I could just all take that the, effort. All that I effort. Swinging around a broom, giving myself a heart attack. I could just take... I did. That's what was happening. <laughs> look, look at that painting. They're all over the oh, painting. Oh, yeah, I see there. that. And I'm whacking them. And uh, yeah, if you put the... Yeah, I don't know. I could just take the beers outside, which should be should have been move number one, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> yeah, we we got infested uh, back in the early summer because one of the girls one of the girls brought home a plant for from the Mother's Day sale at school. Back way back when, she brought home a plant from the Mother's Day uh, sale at school, and the, that plant was infested. So we tried the vinegar trap trick, and they don't. They also don't had lice. It, apparently, it's not the kind that go for the. Uh, for the sweet uh, smell. Mm. So. Yeah, they love drinking and fucking. Yeah. And I'm th- they go into the beers and they drink it and then they fuck and like a thousand more of those motherfuckers come out. They reproduce in like 24 hours. Yeah, and they hide everywhere. They hide in weird spots. Yeah, just wreck, wreck mm. the place on your way yeah. in there, Frankenstein. You know, how make a- <laughs> <laughs> you know how to make an announcement. <laughs> You're actually here at exactly 8.30, which you said before. So... You're only a half hour late. Good job. Is he okay? He's Hi. good. Oh, he's smiling. Good. Stop leaving all the headphones back there and put them on the bar. Shit. That's okay. entangle everything. You got a whole system back Thank there. You. Tommy Rockstar is here. You're Hello. listening to Live from the Barrage on Radio Nope. Mary Thomas is here. Oh, it was a subtle entrance. We've got Patrick Walsh and Ryan Carlson here. And, uh, we're at here we nine, the 9 p.m. hour, we'll be interviewing the great Ed Steckley. Ed Steckley. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a three-hour break. What's up, Tom? How's it going? Good, good to see you. Good to see you, Mary. Hot mic. Good to be here. Yeah. I have a question. What? Why do you have a Shoot. M- massive can, a bag of cans on the door, so I have to make a huge entrance when I walk in here? Mind your business. <laughs> you do what you want with your <laughs> barn upstate. Yeah. And I'll hang garbage on my door with flies fucking in it as it's much like, as I want. It's like a raccoon trap on that shit. Hanging them with reckless abandon. Tommy, I, I did have a question for you. I, I have yeah. like a, I have a, yep, I have a flea circus to sell you. It's a thousand fruit flies. I'm cheap, dude. I mean, you could bring them upstate. They're good. You show them to your guests. Where'd you get them? Again, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> I ask you where you get T-shirts from: Guatemala, Honduras, Haiti. What are you a cop? This is true. Hey, speaking of cops. <clears throat> <clears throat> Dude, I just had the craziest fucking week up where I lived. 
Do they shoot at you? <laughs> no. Well, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I got in a fight with a cop who was holding an M16 this weekend. This well, fight? Well, well, you know, getting in a fight with a cop is bad. But, you know, I, the guy with the machine gun is the probably the last one yeah, you want to get. What, did you get swatted? No, dude. I tried to go to my, to my driveway. He wouldn't let me go to my house. Mm. I don't have machine guns. It's fast I can go. The bu- I need the bump stock <laughs> on the soundboard. No, there were uh, no less than 20,000 cops in my town today. For, oh, oh, right. Yeah, because of the uh, funeral. Mm. There's a big funeral yeah. happening today. Oh uh, yeah, for John DeBella? No, yeah. and it was a uh, what they call a fr- friendly fire cop on cop crime that uh, happened. Yeah, in the tra- tragic thing happened. Yeah. I didn't read about it because I knew it was like I don't. Know. I don't know if you guys know the story, but basically, uh, I oh, I know the I story. Just, yeah. I'm just saving all my commentary for off the air. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, want to see stuff like that. Well, it happened up in the Bronx this past weekend, yeah. and uh, apparently, the cop who got shot by another cop was from the town that I live in now, and so they decided to have his funeral. In my town, which is what town is this? The town of Monroe, oh, Connecticut. Monroe, yes, <laughs> in, Monroe, in Monroe. <laughs> Cosmic <laughs> Green, Greenwood Lake. But the thing is, is when we bought our house, Hatterman, I didn't point out to you guys that I bought my house in front of a funeral home, right? And so this particular funeral Spooky. home was the host of this funeral, and they shut down my entire street. If you want my advice, <laughs> <laughs> and so they had something like uh, I, I just I literally. I was told over 20,000 police officers like that were going right. to the Where lake. is the funeral home? Like across the street or something? Yeah, like 10 feet in front of Are there streets up there? Yes. Yeah. So they they basically lined the street with uh, M16 so you got, wielding cops. You're, you're, you're joking when you say you got into a fight. Did you tell them you're a resident? Yes. Well, that was why I was going to fight with them because the dude wouldn't let me turn onto my street. And he's like, I don't care where you live. You're not going down the street. And I'm like, I don't care who you are with what gun you have, but that's my house. So fuck off. And he was like, pull over, and then we had to go into it. And be, he's like, prove to me that you live there, but I don't live there oh, long enough. You. To... I'll show you shit. Exactly. And I don't. Kid. Where are your papers? I don't... Show me your papers. <laughs> yeah, no. Show me your yeah. papers. Yeah. You're going to wind up in a, a DNA <laughs> dictionary. <laughs> guy's going to invade Germany. Yeah. Fuck out of Dude. I, I, but I don't have any, like. <laughs> he's got an M16. He's yes. directed traffic. Yes. Dude, the police presence was overtime crazy. joke. They're on the roof. They're on the roof on top of the waving, funeral home. Waving people around with the muzzle. Yeah. Mounted on horses. You live here? No, I'm just, I just like to fuck with guys with machine guns. <laughs> exactly. It sounds like the fucking they Blues Brothers. Helicopters. There were helicopters swerving all over the place. You live here? Why else am I here? <laughs> I had no... Yeah, there was a flyover. I did see that. Yeah. Like it was a helicopter flyover thing. Like the, 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 what are they called? The, the jets? Whatever. The, the, the blue the jets. Winnipeg the, jets. That's it. But um, I have no proof that I live in this house because we lived there for such a little time. So like, I had to take. Like, you don't. You don't keep your deed in the glove compartment. <laughs> You're not insuring your car up there. Um, I don't have license that. insurance and deed to the house. The cycle starts next month. So I don't have the paperwork yet. The only thing we had when they, I was with Leah today, and they and they pulled us over and they're like, "Prove to us you live there." We you should have shook your keys in front of them like a dog, yeah, right. <laughs> like an infant. Yeah. No, follow me to the house, and I'll show you. There's pictures of me on the on the fireplace. On the man tube. <laughs> it's from my communion. <laughs> <laughs> my first communion. You know, you <laughs> I never go to first communions. It's really the second or third one yeah, where it starts to heat up. Oh, when they get good. <laughs> that's, that's a rookie move. <laughs> you know, you don't want to. Always skip know, the first. Yeah, it seems starting out. Ed Steckley in the chat mm. box saying, Ed who? I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in the back heckling. I'm like, you call that genuflecting? Right. They don't know. They mm. grow up Catholic. They can't exactly. genuflect. They don't appreciate transubstantiation. 
No, the only proof we had was a copy of uh, the New, York, New Yorker magazine that Leah had, and it had like our address, address on it. Really? I always rip my address off, don't you? Well, it, but the cover, I showed it to the state trooper. Like, turns out you should save it, John. It's <laughs> like conservative-looking state trooper, and uh, I basically showed him that. And I, but well, the thing wait, is, as opposed to the uh, left-leaning <laughs> liberal state trooper. Right. Exactly. Did he say it was fake news? But, yeah. they, but then he looked at the cover. <laughs> yeah, that hippie dude. <laughs> but I don't know if that you guys had, have seen the cover, but he looked at the it's cover. A flower in the gun muzzle, and it's a it's a drawing of uh, Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani pushing a uh, Uncle Sam with with his cement shoes off the fucking. Uh, bridge. I think Ed Steckley drew that. <laughs> <laughs> and he saw that, and he was like, "No, you got to keep going the other way." So he wouldn't let me through. Yeah. So you bad. weren't able to get to your own home. I had to go the long way. Well, you knew what you, I, t- I talked to you about this a couple of days before mm-hmm. that. You knew what you were getting into. Yeah. Why, why didn't you wait to go home? Like, why don't you do something else for a couple why of hours? Why don't you go a long way to open with? Go to the diner. We did. We ended up going to the diner. Pancakes. That's dinner. what we did. Yeah. yeah. We had to go around. They were literally. Like you drove into the hornet's nest. No, there. it's. So, well, there were t- literally. I'm not even exaggerating. There were 20,000 New York City police officers, like, roaming through the town. Like, the local bar was just packed with, like, Oh, my. That should have been a. Drunken, fun bloodbath at the end of that. It was nuts, bro. If he changes his lifestyle, then the cops win. (laughs) You know, uh, one one cop died, and it's tragic, but uh, 600 died on the drive back. (laughs) I know this is banged up. I know this isn't good for radio, but just to give you guys an understanding of what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a huge crowd there. Mm, yeah. Look at that. And, uh, you know, I'm not to make a that's joke a, out of it. That's a quiet little street, and yeah. there's 20,000 people. Radio's there. great for visuals. This, yeah, I know. This, this poor guy. Donald anyway, yeah. It is kind of... Posted on the Patreon. Right. All of a sudden, though, this dog uh, shows up in my front yard. as <laughs> <laughs> a bomb-sniffing dog. He's armed, too. <laughs> oh, he knew where to go, huh? Yeah, and I'm like, I go to the cop. I'm like, what's this dog? He's like, it's a bomb-sniffing dog. And I'm like, why do you guys have bomb-sniffing dogs here? And he's like, this is the detail that gets kicked in when... They're on your property? Yeah, he was walking all up in my grass. Oh, that's not allowed. Turns out the silk screening ink they use on your T-shirts <laughs> is also an explosive. In upstate New York, you're allowed to open fire on anyone who's on your ground. Uh, I kind of was, was standing my ground a little bit, and I was like, yeah, okay. you right. know, <laughs> what are you doing on my grass, dude? Were you filming? He, <laughs> what does it look like in the sniff of a bombs, you idiot? Well, it's funny you say that, Pat. Did you tell him you don't have to roll down your window the whole way? <laughs> <laughs> the dog's driving. I saw this on YouTube. <laughs> so I get all my legal and the guy advice. breaks the window and grabs it by the throat and drags it. <laughs> but I asked him, like, what's with the bomb? Slipping the <laughs> yeah. Constitution through a gigantic uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, little tiny sliver. Yeah. Did you see this on YouTube? <laughs> it's the window with the back of the gun. Mm, on the chat box saying Tommy blocked. Star, thank you. Well, it's funny in. because what happened was I asked the cop, the why. Well, this has been funny. I've been the only one being funny. <laughs> yeah, the show's been terrible. I was like, why the bomb sniffing dog? <laughs> Thanks he, a lot, Mary. And he goes, uh, well, this is the detail that happens when uh, Mayor de Blasio shows up. And I'm like, Mayor de Blasio's here? And he's like, yep, he's inside the funeral home. So that mayor was like 10 feet in front of my house, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. You, you know you could just. Like walk to city hall and see the mayor. Too. You could have picked them off. <laughs> well, I was going to try to get a station ID, but then I thought it'd be like bad style to get a station ID. Oh, like the a, cops hate to I mean. Did he get a station ID from the dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. John has it. <laughs> there he is. It's, it's so low. I figured it'd be bad style to get a station ID at a wake. You know. So. Yeah, that's that's bad for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. Finally, you showed a little restraint. Yeah, but I was like, you dude, be proud of yourself. I told the other cop, like who with the M16, that De Blasio was on my lawn, and he goes, "You should have kicked them off." Mm. So, oh no, yeah, they, they, they can't don't like stand it. Again. Yeah. Yeah. He took a dump. Yeah, he thought he, the dog was going to do it. If it wasn't a funeral, they'd be booing him, like yeah. just holding back. Yeah, they they don't do not like the mayor. I don't think there's anyone who really likes the mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in any profession. Really. I, have, I have not met one person in real life who was like, you know who's good? Probably Trotenberg likes him. That's a He's good. Yeah. I like him. He's doing a great job. I asked another cop. I was like, dude. He, he sleeps till like noon. He doesn't know. Yeah, I know what yeah whatever. He's on my lawn. I thought he was in Iowa. I don't I know if he understands <laughs> that people don't like him, though. Why there would was you more people at the funeral than uh, yeah. his. Pre- yeah, well. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it's a it set up. up for like next time or something. You know, you don't know. Or just to make his. Sometimes you want to make your uh, your name and your brand bigger for things down the yeah. line. There's a lot of different motivations for it. My, it. The main motivation should be like to help people. Agreed. Well, that's what some people say about Beto. You know, he should have ran for uh, for Congress and instead I've been calling him Beto for uh, for Senate. I'm making an idiot of myself. <laughs> you always read crowds like from. All I do is read. Yeah. I don't listen. You don't to listen shit. to anything, so you just what you make up in your mind. It's not Beto? No, it's Beto. <laughs> Beto. I've been singing exactly. that song. Beto. Yeah. Beto. Beto make, like, drum Beto. accessories? <laughs> B-E-A-T. <laughs> they don't fit on the Tama hardware. Stick it. Beto bags included. Beto bags. Stick it with Beto bags. But I asked him, one of the cops, I was like, if all you guys are here, who's patrolling New York City? And he was oh, like... Oh, shit! Yeah, then they all pulled at their shirt collar. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that twisted joker, he's robbing all the banks. <laughs> he's dancing around. He's done it again. <laughs> I'd like to uh, call in a bomb threat uh, in Monroe <laughs> County. But he told us that uh, there were over 40,000 New York City uh, uniformed officers. You went from 20 to 40. No, no, no. There's 40,000, and half of them are here. So the other half are patrolling Oh, there's 40,000 total cops. That's what he was saying. That's way too many cops. So half. That's a lot. It's overkill, I say. Well, well, I'm a union man, so more more jobs. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. a lot of cops. Apparently, the city was safe, so Mm. we're all good. Yeah. Man, I should have robbed the bank. (laughs) I was in the city. Idiot. Hey, what does your hat say? Well, I know you're not used to reading. <laughs> oh, make Eric B. Just make Eric, Eric B. president again. I like that. Thank you. And it's blue, too. Yeah, because, I, you know, they had it in red. And I'm like, do I w- want to be like the 100% wise ass about it? <laughs> and now people are going to give me double takes. I don't, mm. you know, I, I, I don't need the attention. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to be pegged from a distance. Right. Exactly. Right, exactly. Right. Somebody's nearsighted will come running up at you. I picked the color that says I'm not that into it. And from behind, you're still a Mets fan and not a Phillies fan. So that's good, too. Always helps. Yeah. yeah. That's an 808, I think. Jeez, this guy's good. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. So it would be nice if Eric B. was president. That is not Eric B. as president, but that's uh, you know, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the hat would be funnier, and I got it. I don't and know, I I'm, I'm concerned about his platform. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anything yet. Is he stumping? Eric B? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to start small. He's the, he's the mayor of Wine Dance, I believe. Oh, Long Island. It's a little too centrist for mm. me. That's where Rakim, Rakim is from. I think Eric B is from East oh, Elmhurst. Yeah, right, writing a song is more than De Blasio did. <laughs> what is the neighborhood of East Elmhurst, Pat? And maybe when uh, we talk to Ed Steckley, he'd explain East that. East Elmhurst? That's, uh, that's, uh, it's like the uh, LaGuardia. Old Bushwick. It's in between Elmhurst and Corona. It's doesn't, uh, it doesn't uh, abut Middle Village. Is a butt or? No. <laughs> Damn near Middle Village. Oh. It's hey. not near where the mm. Belmonte is over there, Elmhurst? No, it's like, no, Belmont. East Elmhurst. That's Elmont. 
Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. East Elmhurst is like around the it's like East of Elmhurst. Exactly. That's where, they got, that's where the milk comes from. Mm. Elmhurst yeah. Farms. It's next to Corona. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah see there's milk, a, yeah. a big field of cows out there in right. Elmhurst. It's a little <laughs> farm out there. Yeah. We know a little farm in East Elmhurst. Uh, this is a lot of shit. It's stickly. This is a lot of shit, you know that. So I took the roof off my house the other day. <laughs> you sat with more than one person here. All right. So let's let's review Tommy Rockstar's stories. They're all good. Uh, uh-huh. Fight a cop with machine gun. Yes. Uh, a dog, a dog encounter. Yep. And p- pooping on my yard. Yep. And uh, uh, the mayor. And now you you just rip the roof off your house. Yes. We have no roof on the house anymore. <laughs> that's... Keep the rain out there. You know? Yeah, with the whole house covered in the tarp, it looks like a big IHOP. Oh, you're the tarp upstate guy now. Yeah. <laughs> got a blue a roof. A lot of people just leave it up there and, like, fog it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Mm. Giant yeah. giant Confederate flag. Fill the 20-yard dumpster with old shingle. shingles. Shingles. <laughs> yeah, shingles are heavy. Yeah, man. So when are you going to put the roof back on so it doesn't yeah. rain inside yeah. your house? Yeah, Tyvek <laughs> is not a finished coat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this this coming week, I'm going back up to, uh, to help roof it. You know? Right. You know what I would say if I was working on your roof What's that? and I wasn't done? I would, I would say to the guy next to me, uh, hey, I won't see it from my house. <laughs> <laughs> that was the old line. We used to years on people. We didn't Never see it from the bar. My, uh, Never see it from the bar. And my jolly Dave, uh, neighbor Dave came up, and mm. he, he's doing the roofing work with his nephew and his brother. They're named Kenny and Kyle. And they're, <laughs> and they're doing a tremendous job. But the way they work is they use these, these roofing jacks. You guys ever hear these things? Roofing yes. jacks? <laughs> Didn't we talk about this last week? I'm going to kill you. No. But it, because it's an A-frame, it's easy to climb up. So they just like steps on a pyramid, and they just nail them to the house, and they rip off the shingle, and they nail them up some more, and it's pretty easy. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, the future is now. <laughs> Back in the 1700s when they put a roof on, they just had to throw the nails yeah, on exactly. top. You had to use a catapult to get the guy up there. <laughs> right through the yeah, fucking thing. Very medieval. Straight through the roof to out the other side. Straight yeah. through. Did you return John's supporting rod? Oh, his big steel pole? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, give me my pole back. <laughs> it's actually still holding the house up. Are you I sure? Big steel yeah. pole, seven. Actually. I don't need it. I don't yeah. need this. I think I need a little more right now. What do you, you call it John's pole stuff? Okay. Yeah, John, good old John's pole. It's holding up the house. Yeah. Yeah, so that's there. And uh, I'm glad I could do my part. <laughs> yeah, we, we ripped a huge hole in the house, and I, I shelled that shit up, so it looks good. By yeah. the way, it's a hundred dollars a day to rent that. <laughs> it's been like seven weeks. Oh, you haven't sent in the invoice yet. Plus interest, dude. It's uh, going to be below. F- it's going to be below freezing. Oh, you want to go there. up? Mm, it's a good you time go for roofing. Eight, eight feet, huh? Oh, 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 oh! That's another story, pal. <laughs> it's going to be below freezing up there tonight. Yep. Yeah. It's like the plants. No, in. it's not. Yeah, yeah it is actually. Yeah, it's really, twenty nine degrees. Have you low. thought about moving mm. to a more temperate place like New York City? <laughs> <laughs> Where you lived previously to this for fifteen years, buying this, you, you you bought like a tent that you throw money into. <laughs> yeah, dude, these shingles are not cheap. Why don't you set up a tent and take the other, take the money and like you know? Why don't you divide? Go to the, Vegas. Why don't you divide the money you're putting into it by twelve? Yeah, <laughs> see, see if it's, it's more than renting. Let's <laughs> work a zoo and stuff. That's buying. a good way to look at it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's no joke. That money, man. Hey, I, so that money. I'll tell you something about that money. <laughs> oh man, it's no it ain't no joke. Uh, like Eric B said, it ain't no joke. That makes sure it's broke when it's gone. No one gets on because I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene. I said, I don't use a yoke. No, dude, for dude, real. I take the roof off. 
Can I borrow one of them yolks off of you, John? I throw it on the floor and make one sure of it's pumping yolks. I bought uh, triple ply shingles, so they're triple yeah, cost. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so, triple ply shingles. <laughs> the problem is, is the the single guy showed up today. There's only one single ply toilet paper though, <laughs> and he couldn't make it up the road because they're like a like a little the dirt bridge guy. Yeah, he came with like a three pallets of shingles, man. Mm. That's a lot of shingu. And so he had, they had a fork Uber lift shingles. Mm. <laughs> they had a fork Uber roof. Do you know how hard it is to that fork? That was the problem. You should have used a pick. No, I know how hard it is to carry it up by hand, though. I never used a forklift. Yeah, I feel bad for Dave. He's got to bring all that shit to the top. Fuck of the him. He's, no, you're paying him for their job. Yeah. He's a roofer. That's it. Yeah, I guess The ladder so. jack. He could have been a librarian if he wanted to. Fucking, the jack goes on the aluminum ladder, and you just fucking yeah, throw the shingles they, on and it pulls right, right up. Dave. That's what they're using. How old is Dave? I don't know. It's about 60. Yeah, he's not humping shingles, trust me. No, he's got his young he's nephew, uh, K- uh, Kyle, doing it. a young man's job. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. yeah. And somebody's too stupid to realize they're not supposed to be doing it. <laughs> Halfway through the roof, you're like, this fucking sucks. Exactly. It's and pretty it's steep, dude. Cold. Yeah, it's getting cold. Yeah. You know, but in, I don't know what's worse, the summer or the, or the, or the cold doing a roof, because... When you hit yourself in the hand with a hammer in the mm. winter when you're doing a roof. Oh, yeah. Ooh, for some reason, yeah. it just hurts like ten times more of a bastard. Dude, I got a, I got a little sun damage on my neck now from, from roofing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> roofing. <laughs> you don't tie a shingle around your neck? Like, I don't tie a shingle around my neck. <laughs> Get a neck song. shingle. Uh, keep the rain in the sun. Uh. <laughs> they got these, like, m- Motorized guns now. You guys hear about this? These guns. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they're not like hammer and nails. They're just like guns with like motors. Motorized. With the bump stock? Yeah. So it's a little easier. Mm. It's Tommy putting his roof on. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what it sounds like. It's, it's Hugo falling off. <laughs> hey. Hey. Pass me up another six nails. <laughs> Get the catapult. I'm going to load him into this machine gun. <laughs> I gotta put a rubberized roof on next. <laughs> on top of the on top of the new roof. Yeah. No, I built a little balcony, so I gotta put I gotta rubberize that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Don't use the torch. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I gotta use like adhesive. Yeah, not a lot of torch down it since they burned down Dick Cavett's house. Yeah, you'll burn down the whole woods up there if it's too dry. I'm terrified of that. I'm pretty good at fire. I'm terrified uh, of forest yeah. fire, dude. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a bad time of year to be roofing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's never really good. Yeah. But. You should, should have started, but who, who, mm. who cares? You, you don't have to do it. It's the one thing that you, you're not doing. He said it'll be done by Halloween, so. Yeah, they always say that. Yeah. Which, which, what year? <laughs> which one? <laughs> <laughs> Halloween well, comes and goes. They're up there wearing fucking capes and masks and shit. <laughs> We're racing for time. Dude. Winter's coming, you know? So. It's all right. I had to take the kid around the neighborhood. <laughs> you're not racing for anything. You hired a guy to do the job. <sighs> that is true. And don't worry about it. Stop obsessing over every little detail and, and let the guy do it. Yeah, yeah. And don't him. stand there and watch him. I freaking throw the hammer at you if I'm up there well, on the roof and you stand there and watch me the whole fucking thing. I'm the foreman. I got to make no, sure. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> you, wait, you hired the guy. Yes. You have nothing to do with the job. Well, I'm the guy who like, uh, sources the goods. You know, I got to make sure all the deliveries happen on time. I got to pay for oh, all the goods. Oh, you are the asshole customer. He's an amateur <laughs> GC. They're up there slapping each other with hot than you. I'm the foreman. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got a hard There's hat nothing on. worse than somebody standing over you watching you do something. I got a fucking hate it. Polo throw shirt. you right off the roof. Polo shirt tucked into mom jeans. You know, I got a little <laughs> belt clip. I got to make sure. Good, you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you sure you want to put that nail, uh, you know, in that spot? <laughs> 
drop kick you off the roof. You do that to me. I hate the people like that. Thank you. Uh, let, should we take a break? <laughs> yeah. And uh, at uh, 9 o'clock, we'll hear from uh, the famous Ed Steckley. What do you guys think of that? That sounds great. Yeah. All right. For now, uh, we're live from the broad here at Radio Nope. Here's a little Eric being uh, rocking for ASL. Yeah. 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 Totally did not hit the post. <laughs> Stink at this radio thing. I hit the post. Ugh. Ugh. Do something. Thank you. Back after this. With that stickly. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm gone, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm, I hope a beat up. Come on, mate. Come on, pretty baby. We're gonna rock, we're gonna roll until tomorrow. That's a little fat domino coming at you here on Die for the Broad. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Oh, here's some more fat domino coming at you here on Die for the Broad. Yeah. Sorry. From <laughs> Liverpool, England. I'll never get the radio show right, ever. ever. Excuse me. I didn't mean to snap you. But uh, well, thank you. Places, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome back to here to Live from the Broad here on Radio Nope. You can hear us every Friday night right here. On Radio Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every Friday night. It's been a lot of Friday nights in a row. I know. Sure has. And in just a moment, uh, hopefully we'll be calling to uh, the great Ed Stegley. We won't be on on the 25th from where I understand. Yes. Some of us will be going to a concert. 25th of, what is this, October? October 18th? What do we have next week? Precise? Yes. Precise is the rapper. on this week in Life from the Rock. Yeah. Well, next week we're going to welcome a... New York rapper Precise, courtesy of Mario Sorrow. In in house, in, in the house, studio? live in the studio. Yeah, wow. that's pretty great. Yes. He's a big deal now. And then he sells his album in a crack vial. Does he? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then after that, I'm very excited to announce. Can I get a drum roll for this one, actually? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a tiny uh, screwdriver to? Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, Tommy. I'm going to look Mary square in the eye and say, on October 18th, we've got uh, Buzzo from the Melvins calling in. Right. How about that? King Buzzo. Right yeah. yeah. Look at Mary's face. Amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. He's going to call in. We're going to talk about baseball the whole time and F music. He's a baseball fan. <laughs> yes, he yes. is. He's a stupid Dodgers fan. And we're <laughs> hey, now. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be right in the middle of the division series. Series yeah. is perfect timing at that time. So that should be fun. Yep. We'll talk to Buzzo. Yes. And then uh, we'll go on from there. A lot, a lot of things in the works. You guys have been killing it with the guests. Yeah, right. thank you. The guests have been driving the show, the engine. These guys have been working overtime. Thank you, everybody. Because I haven't leaves. done a fucking thing. No, you have, dude. You scored Buzzo. Come on, don't be silly. Ah, kind of Conan did that. Well, yes, that's well, true. Well, at least but... he put, put you in touch with the. We're all working. We're all working. Basically, all working you hard. said no show unless we have a good guest, and everybody freaking <laughs> yeah. jumped to it. Oh, you think that worked? Yeah, nice. apparently. <laughs> They're all lining up for us right now. Fake out. Thank you. I hope somebody gave Ed the phone Thank number. <laughs> that would be a good start, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Let me double check that. Yeah, that'd be good. 
Well, I think nine nine oh five. I told him. We told him nine oh five. You told him nine oh five. Is that what you tell the guests? Yeah, always. Why don't you tell me that? I'll play another song. (laughs) Stupid. Stupid. I get an update from Mario Saro. You tell everyone nine oh (laughs) five. He's told. He told me to tell you that he's listening now. (laughs) Ed Steckley on the chat box saying, "Great in quotes." (laughs) (laughs) So Ed, I could actually um, communicate with Ed Steckley. Excellent on the internet. Pass him in real time. Pass him the phone number and an Uber ride. Hey, get in an Uber from Sunnyside and get your ass over here. I don't understand why you're on the phone. Anyway, Mar- Maris says he'll be here at 920. Phone call. Hello? Hey. Hey, Ed. Uh, the show? Yes. Hey, what's happening? It's the show. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you, you, you knuckleheads. I was supposed to call in at 905. Uh, I know. Well, listen, my producer, he's a, you know he's he's, <laughs> he, he's busy putting a roof on. I don't know. He doesn't know where he's coming or going. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Tell him I'll be right over to help that out instead. Yeah. <laughs> the great Ed Steckley. And yeah, the great yeah. in quotes yeah. Ed Steckley. Let's give it up for Ed. Hey, everybody. That is definitely air quotes. Great. <laughs> Ed, thank you so much for taking the time out and doing this. Oh, it's my pleasure. Show. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Ed is an artist. He's an illustrator. He's a divisional Reuben Award winner, whatever that is. Wow. And, uh, oh, he's, yeah. He's in New York City. Thanks for doing your research. I did a lot of research. He wrote, he, I, he wrote children's <laughs> book or books. How's that for research? Um, oh, yeah. That, that, that adds up. His work has been featured in... Uh, Newspapers, um, oh advertising, oh, he's an ad geez. guy, he's in, and, and, you know, Mad Magazine, Cracked. This guy's in Mad Magazine. Wow. Yeah, we don't talk about Cracked Magazine too much. Oh, yeah? It's a rival magazine. You wanna, yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything about it, uh, but I know you work for them. You don't, you don't, you don't know anything about Cracked Magazine. That means you're under 35 years old. I am 44. <laughs> no, I know, I know uh, about I, Cracked. I don't know why. Division rival Cracked. I don't know the rivalry. Well, I don't know. I know there's a rivalry because there's, you know, but I don't know. Well, if you, was it, it was kind of a rivalry. Crack was a knockoff of Matt. Yeah. And for a long for a long time, it was actually a very good. It was a it was a very successful. Uh, it, was a, it was a knockoff. There's a lot of humor magazines. When Mad became really popular, a lot of other uh, publications came in under the scene, jumped on the the humor bandwagon. Right. And Crack was the one that really lasted. They had a lot of great artists working for it, present company excluded. Right. And uh, you know, but uh, it, it kind of you know, some of the the main editors left, and uh, new people came in, and there was a lot of buyouts, and then uh, then they got to me. Well, Ed, I, I, I well, want yeah. wanted to ask you, what year did Mad start? What was the original year of that? Well, I can tell you, it's 1952. Well, I, yeah, I was going to ask the guest. <laughs> Is that right? 1952. Uh, I, I I did not start in Mad in 1952. <laughs> I started two years after that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, I started, I believe, in 1952 as a magazine. Uh, it came out of uh, uh, a very, very popular comic book company called EC Comics, which uh, did all the horror comics and a lot of uh, crime comics, w- war comics. And they hired some of the best artists that, uh, that there were. And uh, a lot of them are still well-known to this day. Jack Davis... John Severin, uh, 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 Johnny Craig, all these guys were great. And Mad was a very successful comic book uh, that was put out as kind of a response or kind of to do to be a, a humor and parody of uh, other comic books that EC was doing. 
Uh, this is the Wikipedia rundown, <laughs> so I can I can I can keep going if you like because I was at FYI guys I was at Comic Con I was at New York Comic Con all day. Oh, are you, oh, and, are you burnt out? Uh, oh if, man! If, if you feel like just reading your own oh. Wikipedia uh, in, in lieu of the interview, that would be fine as well. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, when one of you guys makes me a Wikipedia, huh. <laughs> I assume I assume I don't have one because. Uh, you haven't checked? Yeah, I just I, I still have that. No, I refuse to check because yeah. if I do, I will just kind of I'll, I'll read it and I'll tell myself I'm not going to read it. And then at some three o'clock some morning, I'll get up and read it. And I'll go, no, that's wrong. Oh, no. It's kind of failure. It's kind of gauche to edit your own Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. is the best ever. He's amazing. He's gun, you know. He's so good and talented. And a firecracker in the sack. <laughs> I, I, you know, He's I, a firecracker. <laughs> I, I always like talking to someone who could draw because I can't draw. I, I just don't have it. I don't have the spatial whatever. I, I, I get nothing. Like, li- less you'd, than nothing. You'd be perfect for Crack Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Crosstown competitor cracked. <laughs> when did, did could you could you always draw since you were a kid? You knew like you that when you talk yeah, about talent. Yeah, I was like a drawer. I was I was never too good at anything else. So there's all that math and all that reading and all that what? never really uh, was never my forte. But I always liked to draw. Every little kid likes to draw. Everybody knows that. that brings me to my and, question uh, that my son asked. Me. I said to my son, uh, uh, I said, uh, you have a question because he goes, oh, I saw Ed Steckley's going to be on the show. I said, do you know him? He goes, no. <laughs> and I said, well, you know. He, he goes, I said, uh, you know, help me come up with a couple questions. And he, uh, the question he asked was exactly relating to that. If you'll, uh, All right. You know, and it's, uh, oh, wait. Uh, yeah, what would you do if you weren't talented at art? That, do you have a second choice? You know, that's a, question, that's a question I've got before, and I always skirt my way out of it. Now that I'm actually being recorded, I'm going to have to say something smart. First of all, how old, how old, is, how old is your son? He is um, 17. Aiden. 17. Oh, okay. If you told me he was three, I'd be like, wow, that's a great question. <laughs> 17 is still a good question. But... <laughs> He's a genius. Huh? Sign yeah. that kid up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what would I be doing if I wasn't an artist? I would I'd probably be in prison. Uh, <laughs> I'd be I'd be a lot of fun at the bar. Dude, you belong uh, here right I'd, now. I'd be, a tr- I'd be watching Jeopardy all the time uh, and yeah. doing nothing. You about. live in Queens now. You live in Sunnyside, which Pat lives there, too. I live, lo- I, lo- I live in Sunnyside. In fact, I thought I was coming out to see you, you guys, and then I got the... Oh, disconnected. Oh, Call fault. in. Go ahead. And I went, oh, good. I get to go home after Comic-Con oh. and uh, go to a studio and talk to two yahoos in, uh, in Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you grow up at? I grew up in Racine, Wisconsin. Yeah. Mm. That's right between Milwaukee and Chicago. Uh, normally, I just tell people on the East Coast, I tell people, I'm from Milwaukee. How do you end up and, in Queens? Uh, if they, I ended up in Queens because I married a girl who went and got herself a real job. Right. And, uh, yeah, she's a she's a uh, she animator at HBO. Um, animator, take... motion graphics designer. Yeah. She and take the railroad or the seven train? <laughs> Takes takes seven trade. Yeah, there's the Hudson Yard. So yeah, this is one grade. You gotta go to my bar. Yeah, Pat's got a bar in Sunnyside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where yeah. are you guys? I, I you guys a, in Long Island? We're in no, Flushing. We're in, we're in Flushing, Queens, right now. But Flushing I, I, I on, live... the, on the seven train for crying out loud! Wow, it would have yeah. cost me absolutely nothing more well, to get out you there. Know, you I, know, I'm a turnstile. I'm a little. I'm a couple miles uh, 
past. This is like the end of the line. Then you probably have to take a bus too long to walk. I don't want to get into it. We could have picked you up. Yeah, so you, you know what? I'm not doing that. But I have a, I have a, I have a no. But I do. I, I I have a bar on 49th and Skillman called Sanger Hall. You got a bar on 49th and Skillman. Yeah, called what Sang- bar? Sanger Hall. It's called Sanger Hall. In fact, we almost went there tonight. I love that place. That's, Thank you. That's Pat's bar. You still can. Pat. You got a bar? My mm-hmm. friend owns. What the are you bar? doing? What are you doing on the internet? <laughs> Getting away from the bar. Actually, actually, I'm there all the time. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, they've got they've got a great uh, uh, a great meat plate. Yes, I, I, that, I, uh, that I've had many. I know. By they you mean me, pervert. I saw. Huh? I saw someone. By they you mean me. That's right, Pat on the bar. I saw someone. Yeah, I'm about. I'm actually yes, on 39th and 43rd. So I'm. Just, What's your exact I'm just address? It is the Javits Center. Are you a member of the Gardens? So. Uh, I'm just outside of the Gardens. I am in the. I'm in the. Uh, I'm on the other side of the track. I'm on the north side of the tracks, but uh, not in the gardens. Does it pay I don't off? Know for what you? that really means? Does it pay off? Does what pay off? Sorry, uh, to be close, close to the city, in this digi- digital, digital age of uh, you know, you could just work from home, from home kind of. I, I'm, I, I well, imagine that there is, would be what, like just emails sent around, and there is there yeah. no more like just like a well, Mad is closed. We'll talk about that. But like, yeah, well, we'll a, talk about that, all right? A, a big Wait, what happened to Matt? I, I don't want to break it to you, but uh, <laughs> oh no, I got a job, buddy. But the, now that I've, <laughs> I don't know if I'm right, to, uh, let me know. This is the question: Is there like go ahead? Is, there's no big writers' room anymore. Is everyone just sitting in like their own studio at home and emailing each other back and forth and all this digitized kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah. Well, the thing, of, the thing about Matt that uh, I didn't know when, when I was a teenager reading it is that. These guys don't get up and go to work every day. They all work in their studios. Back back in the day, uh, Mad pretty much uh, the majority of the Mad artists lived in New York because when they were done with the job, they could put it in their portfolio and hop on the train and schlep it over to Madison Avenue, where the the offices were. Uh, but you know, uh, uh, I started working. Or was, I think I was work. I was living in Massachusetts when I started working for Mad and. Um, I think my first job, I had to, you know, drive it to FedEx before they closed. Uh, but there's there's no there's no uh, bullpen, you know, the famous Marvel yeah, bullpen. Do, there's, there's none of that. Do you think that kind of takes away from the camaraderie and the, you know, working together, the, no. the collaboration? No. If I had to work in a room with a bunch of other mad artists, nothing would get done. Right. When when, when you draw, everybody would be comparing flasks, and it would just <laughs> it would be a it would be a, just a disaster. How much collaboration goes on? If, if let's say you draw the, mm-hmm. the bit or the skit or the the comic, and there's a there's a writer, right. are you guys yeah. talking to each other the whole time and exchanging ideas, or no. you just kind of you get the the writing and you draw what he wrote? That's a great question. Uh, I've never been asked that before, and I've never thought about it, but no. Uh, I get a call, when I get a next, the next MAD job, I get a call from the art director at, at MAD, Susie, who's fantastic. Hi, Susie. Hi, Susie. Uh, Hi, Susie. Right? I hope she's listening. She's not. Uh, I, get a, I get an email from her saying, okay, we, we have a script for you, and by the, by the time I, I get the script, the editors have gone through it, they've edited it, they've gone through revisions and changes from the, uh, the writer, and then it's handed over to me, and then I only deal with the art director. I think occasionally an, an editor might might chime in on something. Wow! So you never but speak no, to the, the never, writer of the script? No, no. I there's a few of them who I know, 
who I can actually talk to, and we'll we'll talk after. You know, <laughs> but uh, after- no no one's no one's ever said, "Boy, that was a real shit job you did on that that uh, that piece I wrote. Right. Uh, you really yeah. ruined it." No but, one's ever said that yet. But doesn't it sometimes but take a different direction once you, once you start drawing it? You're like, "Oh, it's it could go this way, or it can go that way." But if that's you don't, yeah. 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 You well, keep that to yourself. All the, all the artists, all the artists that matter, pretty much teamed up. I mean, when they get a submission from a writer, and I, I've never been on the writing end. I'm not nearly that smart. Mm-hmm. But uh, once uh, a job comes in, it's the editors and the art directors who decide uh, who you know who'd be good for this. Either you know Stackley or Richmond or uh, a few other people. So it's their job to kind of say this person would be good for this job. Right, right. And uh, that's, how, that's how Matt's always been run. I really like that. Now, they, Matt has a, a stable of writers. They have, they have some new writers. They have some old writers. Dick DeBartolo's been there for years and years. Uh, and, you know, I, there's no collaboration, at least as far as I've ever heard of, between the artist and the writer. Really? Matt does have a, a number of artist-writers, people who do both. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And those, those people are great, like Sergio, Al Jaffe. Yeah. So those guys, yeah. Teresa Burns Parkhurst is a, a current one. They love that because everything's done. Yeah, and then, you know? You, you know, nobody writes Spy versus Spy and sends it to an artist. That's all the same guy, right? <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't honestly, I don't know. I know. I know the new, the current Spy versus Spy guy. His name is Peter Cooper. Yeah. I know. I know him pretty well. Never actually talked. This is a funny thing. I know. I know a lot of these guys. We don't always. We don't often talk talk shop. Yeah. You know, we'll tell horse horror stories or jokes or. Then we just talk about movies and you know what year did other, you, other stuff. What year did you start there? And uh, was there? I started at Mad in two thousand four, and here's a little bit of trivia that should go on my Wikipedia page if I had one. <laughs> I hold the I hold the the record in Mad for the longest time between articles. Whoa! Because I worked, I did a job in two thousand. I might be wrong on the year. I think it was two thousand four. And they loved it so much that I didn't get a job until 2016. Wow. Uh, did, you ever, yeah. did you think and, they would uh, ever call you back at, at all, or you just okay. had given up? Kind of? Oh, I sat. I just sat by the phone every day. I didn't do anything else. I didn't, I didn't shave. I didn't, I didn't shower. <laughs> I didn't do anything. And, uh, yeah. Was it tough uh, to break yeah, in? Just, when you start there and, and there's all these veterans there and stuff, and I'm not sure what the, the – the situation is is it tough to like break it is there was like a kind of a yeah. uh, atmosphere yeah. of like you know <laughs> comedians can and artists can be kind of insular and did you feel like you were on the outside looking it, in that's what i wanted to ask like, how did yeah. you start with all this yeah this, there's kind of a there's, there's kind of a couple a couple tiers of artists in mad and the when i began reading it now i'm, I'm a collector so i have a lot of older issues but when i began reading it it became clear that mad was a, was first of all it was a closed shop because you never saw any new names yeah. And yeah, in, in that, it was about 81 or 82. <clears throat> and we had Mort Drucker, we had Jack Davis, we had uh, Don Martin, Don Martin yeah. Serge, Sergio, all the names everybody knows, George Woodbridge, Bob Clark, uh, Al Jaffe. And uh, it was always the same people. Mort did the movie parodies. Angela Torres would do the TV parodies. There'd generally be two, uh, generally there'd be two parodies in every issue, a movie and a TV show. Right. Mort was in front because Mort's Mort. And uh, that's how it worked. And it wasn't as far as I'm, now. Don't don't quote me on the timeline here, but it was right around the time when when Bill Gaines died that uh, uh, Nick Meglin, John Picara, took really took the helm, and it started to. Uh, they weren't really looking for new people, 
but you know they had they had to kind of keep the magazine going forward. So it was at the end of uh, maybe the '90s or so. Stan Viviano, who was a, a regular contributor, uh, his first job for Mad was a cover, which I always think is, is interesting. It's, your first job is a cover. Uh, the the reg, regular cover artist uh, Norman Mingo uh, actually died in the middle of a of a job. They should have left called, the cover like that. That would have been funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, Jack Davis finished that cover, and then after that they didn't have a cover artist. So they called Sam in, who's a terrific – I mean, if you've seen, if you've seen Sam's work, his, 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 he is a technical master. His inking, his painting, and he does caricatures and everything. So they got him in to do a, a cover. So, but uh, so Ma- uh, Sam was a regular contributor. Then they brought Sam in as an art director in 1998 or 99 or so. And then that's when, the, about the time when, when Mort started to kind of slow down, Jack had yeah. had pretty much signed off from the magazine. So they, they started to get some new people in. And that's about the time that I met Sam, who was the art director again. And I showed him all my stuff. And... Uh, he said, "Oh, this is this is fun. Keep sending us some stuff, you know. Keep sending us work, and I, I did. And uh, they loved my work so much at the time that uh, five years later, I got uh, I got my first job. And uh, uh, what was the question? Fre- you must have been, <laughs> you must have been freaking out. Well, like, you know, would, <laughs> when you were yeah. you, know, you read it as a kid and everything, and you just like, oh yeah, get the, oh I was absolutely. But then you, know, you, I was, you I was, get the that, job, that, and they don't that, call that you. They don't call you again for another two years." That's, yeah. What'd you do for those yeah, two years? You're always keeping busy with well, the ad work and stuff like well, that. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, uh, nobody at Mad really makes a living just doing Mad. Mm-hmm. Maybe back right. in the '70s, you know, '60s, you could really do it because the page rates were so good. Right. Mad peaked out at two two million issues. Uh, that, that back that, in Alfred E. Newman, he's early, a shitty boss. He pays nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. He pays peanuts. Ed, if but, if it uh, peaked it, out at two million, what's yeah. what's the current circulation right now? Well, I don't actually. All my mads are at Comic Con. Uh, I, I have no idea, but it's nowhere. I mean, no magazine right. does two, two million issues. And that was that was in seventy seventy four. It was the uh, the it was the issue with uh, the Poseidon adventure in it. If I'm not mis- <laughs> mistaken. I'll I'll get I'll get call, called out on this if I'm wrong, but Can I you? believe it was the Poseidon adventure. Like it was was the peak. And but you know magazines are magazines you know uh, they're not as popular as they once were and they're getting thinner and thinner that's for sure. Well, I used, oh, have you used seen them? Actually, have you seen the Mad lately? They're they're uh, they're super heavy duty and thick, and they're they're it's bi monthly now. Right, oh, okay. more like so a book. It's, uh, yeah, they're 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 thick. Am I correct? And there's no new material in the bi monthly Mads? Are they all uh, old bits? Nope, or, nope yeah. you're wrong. This, this is the one I I'm love wrong. talking okay. about. Good. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm well, glad to be wrong about that. Thing about this. And uh, I'm a little, you know, I'm a, it's, I'm a little weary talking about it because none of the stuff about the magazine is really official. As, uh, last I heard, DC never did a press release. They never did anything. Uh, yeah, we heard about it on Twitter release. from the artists on Twitter. We heard about it on like, Twitter because we all of us, all the contributors, got an email from somebody. All the artists, uh, the, all the artists got a, a letter from the art director. All the writers got uh, heard from the editors saying, well, here's the deal. And that was that they were going to start to ramp down. And after issue 10, we weren't sure what was going to happen. That was basically the gist of it. And that was two days before the 4th of July. And I just I just got off an airplane. I went to go visit my mom in Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh, I got off the plane. You know how you're walking from the uh, 
from the plane, the baggage claim. And uh, I check my email and I get that. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, that, was that, a, that was a blow. Yeah, and they don't the even say it, but it's not I a good got, sign. The writing on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I got really drunk that. I got really drunk that. <laughs> and uh, and every it turns out we all, everybody has the same story. But yeah, so what what's going to happen? Here's where it basically is now. And again, none of this is official. You know, we don't really right. know. We're what's talking happened. unofficially, directly uh, about uh, unofficially the, the unofficially. And Specky doesn't know anything. He's just a droning schmuck. But. <laughs> Uh, that as of that email in July, issue 10, which is going to come out, actually it comes out in a week from now, that was going to be the last regular issue. Or I'm sorry, uh, I take that back. Beginning in issue 10, they were going to stop newsstand sales, and it was going to be sold in comic shops and through subscriptions. They're basically going to take the comic book model. Gotcha. And which isn't the wor- which isn't the worst thing in the world, actually. When's the last time you were at a bodega or a bookstore well, that wasn't a Barnes and Noble that had Mad? I was just going to say that, like when I was a kid, every newsstand had Mad magazine. Exactly. And I don't, I'm I'm right. not sure what year it went away. And so when I heard the announcement yeah. that they were going to take it off newsstands, I was kind of like, well, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it there anyway. I'm not sure how people yeah. are reading it, you know. But Ed, I wanted to ask yeah. a question about the timeline here. So, from my understanding, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a noob to the. This guy. is Tommy. Hey, I'm a noob to the comic. Hey, Tommy. How's it going, buddy? He's trying to fold the back page for <laughs> 10 years. He can't figure it yes, out. Yes, can't figure it out. Oh. <laughs> you got to fold it left to right, not top to bottom. Oh. Now it makes sense. Yeah, you're welcome. You're <laughs> folding the whole goddamn thing. So, I've been told, so from my understanding, that it, it was 50, uh, 60, 70 years almost of, of it going. Yeah. Up to ep- uh, issue five fifty, and then it stopped and reset to epi- to uh, uh, issue one. Is that right? Yes. So can you yeah, explain you that? Yeah, you want to hear the story? Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, DC Comics moved out to LA sometime in the the twenty ten early twenty tenth. I don't remember because I wasn't part of that. They moved out. They moved out to LA, and they had the good sense at the time to leave Mad in New York. Okay. Mad's a very New York centric thing. Even if you're living, if you're a kid yeah. growing up in the Midwest, right. I know about subways, and I know about rats, yeah. and I know about New York politicians. Batman wasn't Mad Magazine. It was a, yeah, and it was uh, so. It was always a very New York centric thing, and uh, so someone at DC what, had the good sense to say, you know what, we're just going to keep a little space uh, in the building for Mad. We'll keep him out here, and until enough uh, people who are on staff you know, decide to retire, blah, blah, blah. And they did, and it was great. So MAD just kind of kept on. They kept it autonomous and uh, worked out pretty good. And then eventually DC, they just kind of said, you know what, all right, we need, we need to wrap this up. Yeah. So in, uh, God, what was it? I think it was 2017, uh, they announced internally that they were moving out to L.A. Uh, at, the, at the end of the year. So... Uh, all the people who were in the staff said, "Well, I, I don't, I don't want to go to LA." Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, uh, at the end of end of, end of twenty uh, at the end of twenty seventeen, uh, Mad finished up its last issue, five fifty, and they already had a new staff in LA, all ready to go. And there was a lot of precarious. There was a lot of this trepidation about that whole thing. A, a new staff. So there was a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of bad feelings about it. Well, then we found out Mad that a guy named in Bill... L.A. Yeah. yeah, I know. You know they think but, the lighter side of hippies is a documentary over there. Yeah. Thank you. Then they, the we found out that uh, the guy who was who, who they got to, because we were all thinking, who's going to run it? 
You know, that's it all depends on the guy who's going to run it. Right. Well, it turns out they got a guy named Bill Morrison to run it. And every collectively, everybody who really knows Matt internally, they all went, oh, of course it's going to be Bill. Bill came from Bongo Comics uh, and The Simpsons, and he's also an, an illustrator. And he did a lot of movie posters in the 80s. Uh, he's a fantastic illustrator. And he ran Matt Grady's comic book company, and uh, he's an art director at Futurama. And he also worked on wow. The Simpsons, and, and he's fantastic. We went, oh, and, and I, know, I know Bill well. Are you, when you went, talk oh, about the, the that makes perfect the, sense. The eighties huh? poster. You, when you talk about him uh, illustrating the eighties poster, you mean like those old illustrated like uh, meatballs kind of posters where it was like caricature. Well, you know the the movie. There's a movie called House that came out oh, in eighty yeah. four. Yes. So it starred right. William Cat and George Went with it. I found out years later when I when I got to know Bill Richard, that he Richard did Mall. he painted that poster. Oh wow! And that's what, like, that's, oh, what that's they, really cool. That's with the zombie well, hand ringing the doorbell. Yeah, it has a has a disembodied zombie hand holding a key oh, into it, and it's turning it into a or it's ringing a door. Uh, ringing holding a doorbell. A key. That's what it was. Sorry, I interrupted. The key actually, the key actually says Morrison Key Company on it, and uh, you know, so Bill had a long history working in uh, as an illustrator, which you want someone who knows art to be at the front of Matt, uh, and. He's also he worked with Matt Greening. He's he's run companies. Uh, we went, oh great, he's the perfect guy. So all of a sudden, oh maybe Mad, maybe this, maybe it's not the worst for Mad. Now for a lot of people, you know, when Mad left New York, that was yeah. kind of the end of it. I always had had faith in it because you know, uh, Mad is a, an institution, and if the right people are in charge, the right people will be the ones who grew up on Mad. Doesn't really matter so much where they live, yeah. You know, Bill's and Bill's a Midwesterner. You know, he's he grew up in Detroit, and uh, as long as the right people are in charge and they know what they're doing and they they understand Matt, Matt is a Matt is a way of thinking. If they know that, great. We don't care if they have a nice sunny drive to work every day. We don't care if if they have to take the subway or not in the middle of in the the middle of winter. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. So So, you feel like there's hope. Well, there was. <laughs> there was. It was they, at, uh, at any point, did you guys uh, like get together? And I know this is probably crazy. Yeah. Like, and say, you know, for a second, we might be able to do the magazine by ourselves, and like, you know, put it online, or just make like a like a fanzine kind no. of thing, or like, no, this no. is imp- that would be completely well, impossible. Absolutely. The absolutely brand is not. First of all, everybody, all the contributors. I mean, we're all we're all working illustrators. Nobody has. Nobody has their complete career in Matt. We all do other things. I do children's books. I do a lot of advertising. And frankly, Matt never paid the bills. People who work in Matt do it because they love Matt. They wanted to do when they were kids. Were you a staff member or they just subcontracted out every time? Every time is a different job. Every every job is a a freelance job. You you get a call. And uh, yeah, there's no staff artist. Uh, you want to hear a, a great story about Al? You don't Jaffe? want to get your medical insurance from Mad Magazine. Oh, you don't get your medical. <laughs> oh, no, 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 medical insurance. What's that? Listen, you don't want. You definitely don't want your dentist to be from. <laughs> oh God, no. Get it? <laughs> hey, you were going to well, say. Yeah, go ahead. Even Al Jaffe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go, no, you. Go ahead. Me? Oh, jeez, Louise. Yeah, I don't All want. All right. So Al, Al Jaffe was a. Well, you know the great, the great Al Jaffe. He is a. He was a. A contributor to Mad, he's an artist writer, and uh, I think it was in the early '60s. Al came into Mad with a, with an idea for a gag. You know, I got a gag. 
you ever meet Al Jaffe, he has a really deep, booming voice. Oh, well, I've got a job. I got a, I got an idea for a gag. <laughs> and his, his thing was, you know, Mad is always cheap and we're, you know, right. we're second rate. That's their, that's their thing. So all the expensive magazine, I can't do an Al Jaffe's voice because I'm just not that manly. But uh, all of the uh, all of the all the big fancy magazines have fold outs. National Geographic, Playboy, right. and you know, Life magazine. And all that. How about if Mad so cheap? How about if we, how about if we do a fold in and there'll be an image? <laughs> oh, and I didn't realize that was when fun. you mm-hmm, yeah, there'll be an image, and then you fold A to B, and you do the classic fold in, and it'll be the, it'll be the you know it'll be the uh, uh, the punchline to a joke. And the editor said, well, it's a great idea. Let's see it. So he did. He, he went home and he sketched it up. And to, to date this story, it was a gag about Elizabeth Taylor and Eddie Fisher, which I think is really, I mean, that's a great way to date it. And uh, so he did it, you know, and, and the gag was, uh, who's Elizabeth Taylor going to date next or something like that? That was, the, that was the joke in the upper left-hand corner. And it had all kinds of stuff in there, Elizabeth Taylor and a crowd of people. When you folded it in, uh, uh, it uh, it's her, her, her lips lined up with someone in the crowd and uh, they looked like they were kissing. And I think the punchline was someone in the crowd or something like that. It was, <laughs> it was a funny gag. It was in black and white. And uh, so he did it. And he, you know, that was one more month's rent, rent paid for Al Jaffe. Yeah. Well, the next month the editors came back and said, Hey Al, uh, we want another one of these folded. And Al said, well, that was a one-shot gag. I mean, it's I, hard to draw. Yeah, and I'm, I'm already working on things. And by the way, they're hard to do because yeah. computers haven't been invented yet. And it's very, it's a that. very busy illustration, and it has to fold yeah. up the right way. And then he, has, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Care. And he made a good case for himself. And the editor said, "Yeah, we want another folding." So he went, "Oh, oh man!" So he went back home and he came up with a, a second fold-in, and that happened for the next couple months. And Al kept going home and doing this fold-in. And last I heard, uh, Al is still, uh, by the way, he hasn't missed an issue up until uh, issue 10. Wow. He is still waiting for the fold-in to become a regular feature. <laughs> I just saw that he just joined Twitter, and he, 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 he has like yeah. one, one tweet or two tweets, and, and he's just like, hey, I'm on Twitter. And, uh, and by the way, he's got way more followers than all of us combined. Yeah, he's like a pleasure. <laughs> Just fold your phone really hard, he said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, yeah, he's on Twitter and Instagram, which I think, which I think is great. Right, he's that a, is great. He's a, he's a grand. He's a granddaughter. Is fantastic. Awesome. You know? I'm glad. Al has a, has an iPad. Every time you know, if, if he emails me, uh, it'll be it'll, at the bottom. He'll say sent from my iPad, which I always <laughs> read in his voice, which I think is really funny. Oh, Al's nice. fantastic. You know, he walks with a cane. He's 98 years old. My he God, holds the world. They, he holds the Guinness re- World Record for the longest career as a working cartoonist. I was at the uh, ceremony a couple years ago at Sardi's in the city here, and uh, he's the man. That's right. I heard that sound a lot. They he's also the oldest living man, just in general. <laughs> yeah, 98. Yep, my yep. God. 98, 98 I, years old. I don't know when they started putting Did they always put it on the back page? When I was a kid, the fold-ins were yep. always on the back. Yep. And then you sometimes you didn't uh, want to fold it. You're a collector. Do You, you don't fold anything, do you? You just imagine oh, it. Shit. Of course I do. I don't know. I'm not that much of a collector. No, I believe it was always on the inside back cover because you look at the back cover and you go, what the hell? You know. So uh, one of the reasons the whole idea was greenlit because Al didn't think it would work because he said, well, these kids are going to ruin their magazines. 
Bill Gaines, who who ran Matt, he said, "Well, then if they want well, fresh copy, they'll buy a new one." Yeah, these millennials can't the hold. Idea. They're thinking behind it. Genius, and, uh, you're going to sure buy two. Yeah, when, when I was a kid, I could not see... wait to 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 physically see a like. I you had to do work to get to the punchline. It was great. Yeah, exactly. I like, to, to I like to try to figure it out, and mm. you know, even the, the drawing or the words, you know, you can kind of see where it lines up. But if you ever see an old man in a in a uh, antique shop or something like that, there will always be those two lines on the inside of the back cover, guaranteed. Yeah. Do you do everybody? Do you, do you do you have a funny way of hiding your signature within your drawings, or uh, you, you just yeah, sign? I do. Yeah, yeah. I, ne- I was I was never really a big. Uh, Jeff, you would guy. do that like in the I, air uh, and. Yeah, he draws a little picture of himself, you know. But it, uh, his old signature was just Jaffe. It had a little curly cue on it. It's very. It looked. It looked very. It's. It's very cute and funny, and it, it matches him very well. My signature is pretty much just an E. It's just three lines, and uh, sometimes I hide it. If I do anything that's not mad, like I've done a lot of. I've done a lot of toy uh, product package illustration. You know, when you buy a toy and there's yeah. a cool paint painting of the toy in it. I'll do that, and if it's an advertising, you don't sign any. You don't sign anything in advertising. You do, That's you, the deal. You do that all digitally. Uh, mad? No, mad, no, no. I, I mean the uh, toy packaging stuff. The toy packaging stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't do the graphic design. I just do. You know, it's the cool drawing of the toy. Uh, the toys that went along with this book I did. So I, yeah, right. I, I would hide my little my little signature in it. And what now, kind of toys? if it's a big mad job, I might sign my whole my whole name. But if it's a small job, I'll just do three little lines for an E. This is getting really particular. All your you're losing all your readers with that one. Well, listen, both all of them readers. are very upset. Listeners. You don't even. I know Mark Marin just tuned out. I saw it. Uh, he's in the Joker. That guy's twisted. He hates Batman. So I, I got a question. Was it, was it Norman? Yeah. Man, Norman Mingo was he the one that in, invented uh, Alfred E. Newman? Yeah. Alfred E. Newman was an old advertising, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, um, image from, I guess there's a better word than I can't think of. Problem. An old advertising image from the from late 1800s for dentistry, and no one really knows where he first showed up, but it was a gap-tooth, big-eared, goofy kid wow. with, a, with a mop of I, hair with a missing tooth, and it would say, didn't hurt a bit, or let me worry, and it was all for painless dentistry. Wow. And this image just kind of showed up. It was it was just over used by a lot of people here and there. It's been on the paint on the side of buildings and all that. And uh, it was in, God, I, uh, I should know the name of the, the date of this. I'm going to say early 60s or late 50s, right. after Mad had become a magazine, when the editors put a call out to find uh, uh, a cover artist to come and work for Mad, they put an ad in the New York Times. And an old uh, advertising illustrator named Norman Mingo saw this ad and went, oh, I could use some extra money. He's retired and old, and uh, right. they said, we need someone to do this. So they, they kind of said what they were looking for. Well, here's a work. We kind of want a buffoonish kid like this. So he went home and all the rest is a mystery. He showed up with this idiot boy who didn't even have a name yet. His first name was Melvin Kozlowski. Kozlowski or Kozlowski. (laughs) That was was his name. I think he had a a couple names in the beginning. And uh, he just, they came back with this, with this painting of, of Alfred and which is the one that that we all know, where he's uh, it was the, the cover was uh, it was for the 1960 or 64 presidential debate that had you know uh, him on it, and it had uh, uh, elephant fighting a, a donkey in the back. 
let me worry. Right. And that's, <laughs> he foolishly that's the, uh, wasn't worried about the results of the political. Uh, yeah. yeah. He doesn't care. And that, that, that that's the on. origin of, uh, of Alfred. Now, that's, right. that's all fine and dandy to know, but I think the most interesting thing is uh, that face is not a human face. We all know that. Yeah. It's kind of cartoon. It's realistic looking. It's painted by a master painter. What's your, but your, that, your that's brain. not a human face. Right, your, your brain, brain but, but reads it reads it as a human face. You, like when you do those caricatures, yeah, it and it's like you know Ray Romano's got a gigantic forehead, but in your brain, like you just see Ray Romano, you don't really see. I, yeah, I just, I don't Ed, know, what you, like, where the hell do you start? That's a sign like of a nose? good caricature. Yeah. Now, if you take a an, any image of Alfred, either if you flip it around, look at it in the mirror, yeah. you'll see that everything is wrong with the face. Uh, Sam Viviano helped. He 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 he. he pointed out to me, it said his face, his eyes and nose and mouth are on a different axis than his head. Yeah. <laughs> and one side, the left side of his hairline comes way in, gets way too close to his eyes, and the other hairline is way too far out, and one ear is really high. One eye is a lot higher than the other. Yeah, we're all looking at it. If you look at it, if you look at it in the mirror, it is troubling. Well, like, oh, if it, it looks was, like it was... It would, when, hmm. you, when you, you know, you're an looks artist. It like Ted Koppel a little bit. Yeah. When you... Uh-huh. If it was symmetrical, Debatable. wouldn't it look weirder? Would it look like unnatural? Do you have to make things like you know odd well, to make it look like a real person's well, face? But the, he, yeah, he's well, way off. I, see, the, the thing is, I don't know. First of all, Norman Mingo, Norman Mingo's dead, so I can't ask him. But I want to, I want to ask him. Says, what were you thinking? Because this guy knows how Norman Mingo knew how to paint. He knew how to paint faces. You know, said what was the the thinking behind this and i don't know what the art direction was i don't know anything about it but i do know that if you draw an alfred for mad unless you're more trucker or you're sergio and you can do you know you're uh, you're elevated to that status we all take norman mingo's original painting put it behind and and do our own do our own lines over it has he ever created other characters they don't allow caricature you can't caricature alfred because he's not human he's not he's not an adequate Anatomically correct. So, so even if yeah, he's in the middle in the middle pages in in a in a bit, you yep. still take the same template of his head Absolutely. or whatever. Right? Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. the mad style guide. It's just staying loyal to the uh, original drawing. When did and Norman die? I'm yeah. Sorry. You can't really mess. Norman with died that. in 1981 or 82. Rest in peace. When you when you get a job right like that, that, do you do you have to do do you color all that stuff yourself or anything? No, I hire people who know how to draw to do my drawing and my coloring. Oh, so what you I do can't be nothing. bothered with that. I'm too famous. <laughs> of course, I color famous. myself. <laughs> I don't know because you know I'm 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 art ignorant when it comes to the well art and like you know. Okay, count your blessings. Yeah, <laughs> and some of the you know mad magazine those caricatures they're just so like real looking some of them some of the ways those guys draw them i can't like wrap my head around how like where where do you even start and then not only that you have to draw the guy's face you have to make it funny and you have to make the guy or the the character react to what's happening with emotion Mm -hmm. i I guess that's why i get paid i don't know i don't understand actually you know everything you just said my response to that is how much time you got <laughs> because uh, we're on the air till, oh, man, uh, tomorrow. I could, I could talk about, I mean, you had about three different topics in that and each one of them you could write a book about. First of all, if it's a caricature, a good caricature artist and there's, you know, you have to know, first of all, you have to know anatomy and a good caricature isn't about, it isn't about uh, um, 
What's the word? Well, exaggeration. You know, it's uh, John Cash, famous character, said uh, caricature is like a portrait with the volume turned up. <laughs> and right. the way I see it is that you are you are emphasizing what's good about that person. That's the way I see it. I'm a very nice caricaturist, right? So, except for the one I did at Joe. Everyone else I do as I draw is re- really nice. So even and, if you draw uh, the, even if the guy is supposed to be angry in the writing. You still well, yeah. have like a, there's a, yeah. a, a humanity in the face. Yeah, I I, I believe so. You know, uh, I, I I got to see Mark Drucker do do a talk, and uh, he said he's talking about caricature. And I, I've been a caricaturist forever. My first job out of high school was I was I was a caricaturist at, at a theme park, and I did that for 20 yeah. years, and I trained people how to do that. Wow. Did and, you really? uh, I was, have a caricature of myself. And it's, it's. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, by the I way. know it was probably from you. I have a gigantic head and a small body. You know that old bit. And I'm playing Spy. Oh, the, I didn't do that one. The video game Spy okay. Hunter, and it said John Arcade Ace. I still have it. <laughs> By the way, you are you are dating yourself with that one. Yeah, I was really bad at Spy, spy Hunter. Hunter. The guy's like, <laughs> so what do you like to do? I'm like, I don't know. You like video games, don't you? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You like you like roller skating? <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 I, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I, one of the things <laughs> that like got that. me into drawing in the first place was was caricature. I always loved caricature. I was I was I was drawing caricatures at a school newspaper and I was in middle school, and uh, I always loved it. And I learned a lot about it by uh, learning from other people, more trucker, all the mad guys for the most part. And then I then I started to, to actually draw caricatures. And I had a, I had a couple mentors along the way. One of them was was uh, Tom Richmond, who's now uh, an, another Mad Magazine guy. He's, he's, he does the movies and TV parodies and Mad. And I had a lot of uh, fantastic caricatures that I've known over the years. A lot of lousy ones, but uh, I chose to follow and learn from the good ones. And the thing about caricature is that you know it's an edita- editorial statement about the person. What do you want to say about that person? Right. And I, I, I saw Mark Drucker talk a number of years ago, and he was talk, He answered a question, what's a caricature, or something like that. And uh, he went into the story about if someone has a really big nose, <laughs> you don't need to tell them that. They, they know that. Yeah. But there's more to a, someone's face than them having a big nose. So let's have fun and push and pull and uh, enjoy the other parts of the face, too. So they, then, then you get the whole person involved. And a caricature involves the artist putting themselves into the drawing. And if the artist is in a good state of mind, if the artist, I can always tell if the artist likes what they're drawing, it shows in the drawing. Do you think you could, like, you could look at those, the drawings, or the caricatures of the people you know and know who drew it, not by the drawing, but by like, you know, the style, them inside the face? Uh, do, do you mean, I'm sorry. Rephrase that. Could I look um, at drawing? Me, I uh, would like to uh, uh, withdraw the question. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I think you... No, like, could I you see in the eyes... Uh, a better way to say it, maybe, is, it, like, could you see in the eyes, like, who drew it? You're like, oh, that's definitely oh, Steve, because absolutely. I could see him in the character. Generally, yeah. I can almost... Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. I was the kid who could open up any mad and have my friends hold hold their finger over the name, and I could tell, tell you who drew it, even down to the, you know, the low-level mad people. Yeah. Uh, generally, but I can I can also kind of look at, at a drawing, a caricature especially. I mean, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about caricatures in Times Square. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about caricature illustrators. You can look at, yeah, everybody did. You can, <laughs> I'm not you an can look at any. <laughs> I thought I remembered you. 
But, uh, <laughs> Why'd you throw my head you so can look at any <laughs> You can look at any any caricature, and you can you can get a feel for what was going on with the artist. Some some uh, it's, it's it's like any art. You, you know, the artist has to put themselves into it. If the artist is in a good state of mind and happy, and they like what they're doing, it shows. I don't, and I've talked about that a lot. I've gotten into a lot of conversations with artists about that. There's no way to explain it. You just kind of get a feel for it. Some art is, and I, when, I, when I say art, we'll, we'll just put that into this uh, caricature uh, uh, realm right now. Uh, some of it's just fun to look at and funny. Even if it's not meant to be, it's not telling a humorous story, if you can see what the artist was thinking when they were, they were drawing it. There's a lot of caricatures, a lot of illustrators that, that I know, I'm not, not going to name anybody, who you can tell they're just kind of, they really want to go for the jugular in this one. Yeah. And I really want to, oh, I want to make my friends laugh. And, you know, I don't, I don't care what this person is. You can tell. Yeah, there's got to be you a new one to those, I think. You know? Yeah, yeah, there is, you know. And I, I approach caricature, in, especially in, in Mad, but even in real life. I don't, I don't do live characters too much anymore, but I approach it like, okay, what can I, I don't really think of this literally, but I in the, my subconscious, I think, well, what's, what makes this person different from everybody else? By the you way, know? you can go to rather Ed, than Ed's website, and oh, uh, you can I think he'll, he, he'll, he'll go to your birthday party and draw you. He doesn't care. That's right, that's oh, right. yeah, if you, only if you have a bar mitzvah coming up. Edsteckley.com. And he's, also, I was surprised. His phone number is on there, too, if you want to call him. <laughs> I pranked him last night. Yeah, I got, Don't prank Ed You know, that was pointed out to me uh, earlier this year, and I went, you know, it hasn't been a problem. Right. So that's, but that's probably a bad idea. It's probably a bad idea. I just noticed that today. I was like, ooh, wow. That's, yeah, that's kind of cool, though. Whatever. Is it really? Yeah. I thought I took that off. Uh, I, I cool saw something. Website. I don't know. I've been calling it all night. I have no answer. I know. I was wondering what that was. I keep hitting the block. We're button, talking to Ed Steckley. He's, he's an illustrator, and he's also the vice president of uh, the National Cartoonist Society. I don't know if you guys know cool. that. Cool. Ooh, deep so, cut. Know. Ed, I want to. I want to. Here's this. my grandfather, Mario. Go ahead, Mario. You have a question for Ed? Hi, hi, Mario. Hey, Ed. I, I was listening on the car, and I just got in. Uh, uh, I'm Mario's the, I am the unlike John. I am the resident art expert here. Yeah. Uh, our teacher. Oh, yeah! Just finished teaching just thirty-three retired. years of middle school art and uh, animation, cartooning was always big on their list of what they wanted to do. Uh, and as wow. you're vice president of the National Cartoonist Society, yeah, is that yeah? I know how that is. Is that a paying job? Is I'm president of the Art Teachers Association, and it's more of a labor Not a of paying love. job. <laughs> it is. It is. It is painfully unpaid. I, th- I think Ed, Ed, Ed stepped in when he saw a void. There was like a yeah. Right? No, somebody has yeah, to do no. it. No, I'm the one who didn't step back. Is what happened there. Right. Do, do you guys? Everything meet? was falling apart, and Ed goes, "This is horseshit. I got to <laughs> yeah. Help I can make it fall apart faster. <laughs> do you guys meet at the uh, Society of Illustrators? Where's the local hangout for uh, the National uh, Cartoonist Society? I'm sorry. Was there a question there? I, yeah. I where it. do you guys? Sorry, uh, where do you guys? Do you have He's meetings? an art teacher. Bear with him. Do you meet at the uh, at the Illustrator Society, or do you have a place where you have? Uh, uh, are you trying to get in? We have a. Uh, yeah. We. Yeah, we and I want it. We're not affiliated with the. We're not. A, we're not affiliated with the Society of Illustrators. We have had events at the Society of Illustrators because they have functions. I run the local Manhattan chapter of the National Cartoonist Society, nice. and we have events throughout the year. We have a big Christmas party coming up. Uh, all you guys are invited. Yes. Really? Oh, really? oh, yeah. Oh, let me finish. Let's get his information. Go ahead. Pay your, your admission to get in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I was. And uh, yeah, I'm happy, happy guys, to get info about that. Do, what what are your what are your duties? You guys have meetings and stuff, and you have to get up there. And like, is it fun? Is it? Like, I'm yeah. thinking like it's a hilarious, fun meeting. It's probably like really boring, and everyone's mad. They play Pictionary. Everyone's yeah. everyone's angry and old yeah. and like, pissed off. Did you ever see that? <laughs> ever see that Simpsons went to the mad offices in New York? Oh, Mademoiselle, the signs on layaway. <laughs> no, yes. no, that Simpsons episode where they yes. went to uh, where they went to the mad offices. Yep. Of course. It was, it was great. It was kind of like what the world thinks the mad offices are, are like. That's what I you think. Know, it was yeah. all just gags and people jumping around on a pogo stick. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. When he was when... popping out of scaring people. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what the National Cartoon Society is. Well, when like. Bart, it's, it's Bart, a bunch of... Bart Simpson walks <laughs> into the office and he says to the receptionist, uh, uh, oh yeah, is it uh, you know is this Mad Magazine? Ahead. She goes, no, it's Mademoiselle. We got the sign on layaway. And that, <laughs> oh, I see. That was a Lay- really deep pull. I didn't even catch it. Man, 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 you're talking Mad to Magazine pros. must use the uh, the uh, the word layaway more than any other. It's just so it was a perfect Mad Magazine joke. Yeah, there's just a, there's a yeah. huge sign behind right. her head that says Mad. Disaffected, like. Oh. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. answers to and stupid then, questions. He says that, and then, and then it does it does reveal that it says that. Mm. Ed, are you uh, are you friendly? Uh, Alfred E. Newman sticks his head out the door and demands right. demands demands the finals in the end. Are they on the new kids on the black sketch? Get me phone bone. Right. New kids on the black. Yeah. Phone bone. Wow. You are you watching it right now? Yeah. We're watching it's it. A right very now. memorable episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Ed, are you, you friendly? Are, are you friendly done. with? Um, well, I had to answer you, a, Ahead, question there. All the information about the National Cartoonist Society is at nationalcartoonist.com. And uh, I also have manhattanncs.com. But I, I haven't updated that in a while. So actually, hold off on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you're also really a sure member of the International is. Society of uh, Caricature Artists. I am. Yeah. It used to be the National Caricaturist Network. Now it's the International Society of Caricature Artists. The caricature artists of the world have a convention. And it is absolutely something to behold. It's just people getting around, drawing each other day oh, and night fun. for about five days. And at the end of it, there's there's awards. They give out caricatures of the year, first, second, third place, best likeness, best uh, fastest, best color technique, best this, best that. Oh, and I've been to a number of those. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're their big award is called the nosy. Uh, <laughs> they have the, the they have the gold they have the golden nosy. Uh, I have a I have a silver and a bronze nosy. Nice. I came in second oh. and third. Yeah, yeah. And then that right about then I realized, you know what? I spend way too much time frustrated over this, so <laughs> I, I stopped competing. I, I gotta start stop, start starting with the nose. Well, you also won the, the yeah. Rubin Award, and that's a that's a very prestigious award, isn't it? The Rubin Award is great. Now, is it? There's a little the the, the Rubin Award from the National Cartoon Society is one that's kind of like the Oscars of cartooning. Uh, they give out Cartoonist of the Year awards every year, and that's one big trophy. It was designed by Rube Goldberg, uh, which is just coincidence because I do I did a, a Rube Goldberg did the book, book, and I'm in the yeah, middle yeah. of I'm, I'm, yeah I'm in the middle of uh, the next Rube Goldberg book. Uh, but they also have division awards for best in magazine illustration, best in comic strips, best in uh, a book illustration, blah blah goes on and on. They have they give out about I think fifteen or so a year. I have, I have two of those for uh, advertising illustration. I do a lot of advertising. I like that. I do a lot of drawings that you don't know I did. Yeah, I was on your website, and you have a lot of uh, different. You you kind of run the gamut on the styles. The and and I also like that whoever sent me the research. Sometimes they send me like a one sheet of research now, which is great. I I really want to know what that was on that research. And it was like it was just like your name, 
and the and a link to the website. But when you oh great <laughs> and a smiley face emoji. <laughs> I forget yeah. what my point was. And a and a big poop emoji. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, quickly shift gears. Getting back to what you started originally yeah. with uh, Comic Con, it's a really Sorry, big, yeah. it's a really big thing here in New York. What are you doing at Comic Con this weekend? What are you, are you just going to visit, or yeah, you have a, Yeah, funny you should ask. Oh, I would never go to visit. No, I uh, be, because <laughs> I'm I, I run the local the local chapter, the, the Manhattan chapter of the NCS. Uh, I I am in charge of the National Cartoon Society booth at Comic Con. Ah. So I'm the one who organized different uh, Cartoon Society members to do booth time there. So I go there, I sit up for a couple hours a day, and I sell books, and I sign stuff, and I draw stuff. And, uh, you know, just kind of meet and greet people who have no idea what, what my name is. It's great. Huh, who's that? And, who's uh, that? Exactly. I want his own to Yep, and I, <laughs> and I just shove books down, down their throats. It's Matt, great. When you, uh, uh, when, when you do all these things, it's out of love for the out of love for the art, yeah. you take on all this responsibility. Like you get calls in the middle of the night, like ah, I can't draw. Yeah, so. I do. Uh, I'm always inclined to make a joke about it, but in this one, I'm like, ah. yeah, this, you know, this is a first of all, it's an organization I, I believe in. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have nearly the career if you could put it that way. I wouldn't have much of a career if I didn't have uh, a support group, if I didn't have peers, if I didn't have, if I didn't meet people. You can't just anyone who says they're self-taught is completely full of full of shit. If, if you ask me, can no. we swear on this? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> yes, you, you know can... you you have to you have to meet people. You have you to talk to people. You have to you have to get in that that world. Duh. And uh, once I I joined the national car or uh, I'm sorry the national caricatures the NCN the caricature network. That's when I did, I learned more about the world and uh, how to how to become successful. And and I and I met the the right people. And the NCS is the same thing. I mean, this is a this is a, a who's who of cartooning. In the old days, it was pretty much just cart newspaper cartoonists. Now it's animators, yeah. illustrators. Uh, there's still everybody in you know all the newspaper comic people. There's web comics, magazines, uh, all all that stuff. And you get to go to the, these events and you meet these people, and you realize that, oh, I can learn from everybody here. Right. And any younger, I get asked a lot, oh, what advice would you give to young artists? It would be, it would be something like that. Don't, you can't do it on your own. You have to have peers. You have to have mentors. You right. have to learn from people. And you have to go out and you have to sit and convince with the people who are in your industry. Yeah, because that's how you come up with new uh, stuff, too, like that you wouldn't even have thought of. Like just if someone Absolutely. Said, you know, 100%. I, I, I tell you, I would never have gotten into advertising. And again, that's, that's something like I know it's just kind of a mystery to all your listeners who aren't artists. Like a lot of a lot of illustrators, they do advertising work because it pays really well. That's right, and uh, that's that's been my my bread and butter. Uh, Ed, for, I was for in twenty years. I was in uh, yeah. Go ahead, Go ahead Matt. I, I was an art director major, and I think I hired you for your first job. What? That's what, what? I, I was an art director at Pratt Institute. I graduated with art direction as my major, but uh, and. I never went into it. I went into teaching after uh, roofing and, and going door oh, so to door to raise money. you just made up money. a story about hiring. No, yeah, I didn't like, hire you for your first <laughs> job. You st was that a bit? It was a bit. It's a <laughs> failed <laughs> bit. Actually, I have no idea who my first art director was, and I would have said, wow, great. <laughs> what was it? And if you could have, if you could have yes-anded that, I would have totally bought it. That's right. <laughs> no, I should have went with it. it. For a little, a little shitty local magazine in Racine, Wisconsin, I would have gone, 
Oh yeah, yeah that was you know, me. Yeah, oh, neat. Wow, it's great. What are you? How are you? Uh, You're you right. must be old. You know, Ed stayed on the phone with us for about an hour, and I'm sorry for taking up so much oh. of your time. Do you have a couple more yeah, minutes? Yeah, boy, what do you got? I should I should be out doing something more important. You should, but <laughs> listen, Mad Magazine closed down. You got nothing to do. And uh, we usually play a game called Crap Not Crap, and it's with uh, bands. But uh, I have a little Crap Not Crap uh, uh, artist for you. Ready? Just Crap Not Crap. If you feel like you want to stop and qualify your answer, go ahead. Crap Not Crap, M.C. Escher. M.C. Escher? That's right. Uh, not my cup of tea, but I, I very much appreciate it. I'm not going to say crap. What's, Ima- the other, what's the other? Imagine that folding. Okay. It's either crap or not crap, so yeah. just pick one. Uh, Th- yeah, Thomas I, uh, Kincaid, MC painter Escher, of life. I can't. Crap. One more time. Yeah, MC Escher. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I uh, very that stuff's really hard to draw. So I will say not crap. Uh, the king where, of the folded. Where are the Bob Ross paintings, and uh, are you hiding them? I am hiding them. They're in my they're in my my little studio here. Bob uh, Ross. I have crap a lot of happy trees and a lot of happy trees in the corner. <laughs> Is Bob Ross crap or not crap? <sighs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so torn on this He's the one. original I would mentor. say no. I mean, he was a really good painter. Uh, Jim Davis. You watch him painting. I know. Okay, go ahead. Jim Davis. Of Garfield fame? Jim Davis, not crap. Jim Davis is fantastic. Uh, how about the asshole guy. who draws Marmaduke, whatever his name is? He's crap knocker. He's, uh, <laughs> Brad, Brad Anderson died about two years ago. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Marmaduke was a very successful strip. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, when you when you could come up, when you were an artist, and you knew you wanted a job as an artist, and you wanted to work in the newspapers, and you came up with a, with a, a successful idea that sold. God bless you. Right. Not crap. It's a, it's a big dog. I, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I never. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> I have one. I have one. What, what, is it Walt Disney? Marriott? No, no. Uh, this guy is kind of uh, uh, torn between artists. Uh, He's kind of like the godfather of cartooning, and he wrote like kind of the Bible of it. Just and his name it. would be uh, Scott Scott McCloud. Scott McCloud's great. Yeah. I have I have all of his books. Uh, big shout out to him. I've never met him. I think he's I think he's great. I did meet to meet him at the new museum. He did a workshop for us for the art, uh, art would, teachers. Would people would people really say crap to Scott McCloud? Oh. Uh, I have another had artist the show who, who said did. the yes. Beatles are crap. You know, I mean, I, I, oh okay, you never know. I'm not familiar with the, Beatles. Do, yeah. do you do a lot of drawing on, on the computer? Like, uh, I watched the Todd McFarlane video. He's the guy who he draws Spider-Man sometimes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a, I, by paper, the way, after digital, my answer, but, I've got a great Todd McFarlane story for you, if you want. If you yeah, want. man. I'm but, a, yeah, I do. I, got I have a – actually, you know what? If there's, I don't know if there's any, any artists listening. This is the kind of stuff that I always like to hear about other people. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my studio, and I can do this in an elevator pitch. I have a, I have a big drawing board in front of me. It's an antique drawing board yeah. and it's kind of flat and I, and I have a big Wacom Cintiq on it with this arm, this cool flex arm thing that you know goes in all kinds of directions to the left of that I have a MacBook Pro and uh, if I want to draw on the computer it's right in front of me and if I don't want to draw on the computer I, I push this thing back and I have my drawing surface mm-hmm. but that's always flat so to my right mm-hmm. I have this really antique drawing board I've always wanted a big cast iron uh, drawing table and that, that's to my right and I sit in a barber chair <laughs> I got a barber chair at an, at, an, at an antique store years ago. Cast iron and, uh, drawing so table. Just, How many days does it take yeah, you to change the angle? It's heavy as shit. Yeah, it, I actually have one of those clamp uh, the plier things. I don't know what they're called. The ones that you that you unscrew lead pipe with. Like I've a got C-clamp? one of those on the tabouret to the right of that board. And if I ever <laughs> need to adjust the angle, which I don't, 
I just I have to like clamp it. I have to screw it in, clamp it down, and turn up a little bit. It does not get adjusted. But you, but, so, so you can go that, back and forth between. Board, I have a big. What's that? I'm sorry. You can go back and forth between the actual drawing and using the arm and all that. Yeah, drawing. yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. But I have uh, to my to my far right. I just swivel over, and it, my, my draw or my my drawing chair is the conk 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 when you go to get your haircut. And then so I have a big pad of paper always on here, so I can work out sketches with paint with pencil on that. And then once I get something I like, either I'll take a picture of it and it I'll bring it tablet. in the computer and finish it, or I'll scan it in and you know well, do it, must it that be way. Way easier to, easier to uh, color everything with the. And I have a pet stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean instead of I, everything I do, everything I do with with the books is hand painted. That's all. That's oh, watercolor. Yeah? So I'll, oh, I'll actually, I'll, yeah. So I'll actually draw it on the computer. I'll design it on the computer. Once I get something, it has to get approved and all that. So once it gets to a point where it's ready to go, I'll print out a wide format printer, a 13 by 18 printer, and I'll do uh, two passes in that. And I'll put that behind some heavy-duty illustration board. And I have this really big light box. The light, light tables are like a half an inch thick now. They're all LED. Mm. So I'll actually put this printout behind the board, and then I'll put that over the light table so I can just take my ink and like I, as if it was a pencil drawing that I was inking over, I just kind of take the ink and uh, I, I trace what I've already drawn. So I get a, yeah, an actual physical piece of paper. Is and, it, and then I'll, once dry, I'll paint. Go ahead. Hmm? I have a pet peeve. Uh-oh. I was married. You do? Good. I, I, I'm, I'm is right. it about Listening LED to your LED? interviews and you just said it again, you draw on, yeah. on your digitally, you keep saying Wacom. Well, everybody in the East Coast yeah. knows it's a Wacom tablet. I don't know where the hell you're getting this Wacom It's a from. Wacom, Mario. Mario hasn't pr- pronounced anything well, right in 10 years. And the guy, <laughs> we have the guy on the phone who invented I have several man. of them myself. They're great. They're great tools. Don't listen to them, sir. Well, I can actually, I can actually answer that definitively. I do a lot of work with, with those guys, and it, it is Wacom. Wow. Yeah, it's, so an amalgama- it's an amalgamation of two words. It's Wacom, and everybody else pronounces it wrong. Right. Oh, you've been—I've been telling everybody in Engli- Wacom for years. Leave the English to us, <laughs> and you like just draw away, help. Mario. There, <laughs> Everybody, everybody's going to still, everybody's going to still mispronounce it. But did it you is have Wacom. to make an adjustment when you when you had the LED lights? Did you hate them at first? Because I can't, I can't. Is it totally different lighting? No, no, you like it? no. If you have, no, if you have an LED light table. It's it's really nice. It's full spectrum light. It shines back. It doesn't hurt your eyeballs. How old? Yeah. How old? Yeah. Draw for hours. How old yeah. the guy? Forty. I'm forty. I, don't know, I think I'm, I'm forty six. Forty six. So you started losing, losing your eyesight like three years ago. <laughs> but yeah, I had LASIK a couple years ago, and Did now you? I'm already wearing readers. Oh man. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I just started wearing the readers too. I, I'll tell you what. Oh, they're great, aren't they? Oh. I can read the words and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm still holding everything like five feet away from my face. I had right about now. I had about three good years after LASIK where I I just I didn't have anything in my eyeballs and it was great. Oh man! But now now I'm back to readers again. Ah, see, the, the older I get, the more light I need. Ed's Stakely, Stakely, excuse me. Close enough. I you know I did it every time right, and then I just got drunk. Um, just yeah, now, thanks so much for staying on with us this long, man. I really appreciate oh, this, it, Robert. Indiana, what the hell time is it? I got to be at Comic Con tomorrow. You bonehead! Oh, you're going oh, back? Oh, go to Comic Con, you bonehead! <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure hearing you. It's about yes. time we had a bona fide artist in here instead of somebody on drum talk. Well, listen, if you, <laughs> wait, you're an art teacher. I seen your drawings, your caricatures. They're not that good, yeah, Mario. <laughs> no. Thank you very much. Hurts. Thank. You. I'll be here. All, I'll be drawing at your at your bar mitzvah. They're fine. Uh, EdStekley.com. <laughs> Anything. 
anything else you want to uh, uh, plug? Uh, you have any upcoming appearances or anything like that? Yeah, Comic Con. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff going on. This, <laughs> what about this the book? stuff yeah, on his website? I'm in the middle of a, I'm in the middle of a big book. So yeah. that comes out n- next year. It's for kids, so probably perfect for your readers right. or your listeners. Uh, yeah, kids love it. Yeah, you you can take that flub out and post. By the way, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a live radio show. I refuse to edit anything, right? Unless uh, you exactly. say you're going to kill the president or something like that. I figured. I. I've heard your show before. I know. <laughs> oh, that's sorry. A, that's a compliment. And we this really, is a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys having me oh, out. Oh, man, are you kidding? We really appreciate you doing it. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I, I thank you for all the craft services and all the booze. You got it. If that, you were here, uh, man, you'd have yeah, all that. It yeah, really I, means a lot. Well, I, I can I can buy you a beer. How's that? Yeah, go to Sanger Hall. SangerHall.com. It's, Sanger co- it's on the corner. Well, who, who keeps saying Sanger Hall? Well, what's the name? I didn't. I that can't is, tell who's talking. It's called Sanger Hall. Pat, take it. It's called Sanger Hall. Pat- <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. Patrick. Yeah, who do I ask for? So Patrick. I say, hey, you owe me a beer. Patrick. Just Patrick. A- yes. Oh, Patrick spe- in Sunnyside. That's unusual. Okay, uh, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have, I'll have you know the staff, the staff is well trained to never reach out to me. Well, we've done our job. We made Ed Steckley say something racist about the Irish. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ed, Ed, next time you're definitely coming in here live, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we need right? to get you in here. We'd like yeah. to hang out with you. I'm in. You we- guys, I'm, I'm right here, and I sit at home all day, and I'm, I'm happy to get out of the house. We do a Pictionary on radio, and you would be great for that. That's great. I love having artists I, on radio. You, really... I am terrible at Pictionary, and you should know that anybody who draws for a living is also terrible at Pictionary. It's, a, it's definitely a thing. Ask around. Right. Really appreciate it, Ed. And, uh, by the way, if you, want to see, if you want to see Ed, if you want to call Ed, go to his website. His phone number is on there. And his, yeah. He lives on 30, 3914 uh, 58th Street in Sunnyside. No, no. Thank you. 5555 Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> Ed, thanks so much, man. Really appreciate Thank you, Ed. it. This was great. I appreciate you guys. Have a great night, and yeah. I'll see you at Comic-Con. Yeah. Good luck, and hopefully not. Or maybe at the New York City Art Teachers Association Conference coming up on October 26th. Oh, my God. You're plugging. Okay. Ed, what's your what's your booth number at Comic-Con, by the way? Uh, 1162. Oh, excellent. We'll send some people over tomorrow. And our, our ticket's going to be at Will Call? I'm writing that down, yeah. 1162. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have complimentary tickets for all of your listeners uh, all they do is just go there. All they have to do is go there on Friday, and it'll be there waiting for them. Nice. Fuck it, Apple it, picking. It was eleven six two zero, but they have the number on layaway. Oh, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks a lot. Ooh, man. That's, Appreciate that's it. called that's called a callback. That's cool. I believe so. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thank <laughs> you. Later, thanks. man. The illustrious Ed. Exactly, man. Ooh, what yeah. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to just hang up. Holy cow! That was, that was amazing. Wow. I feel like I could talk to every guest for like six hours. He was super chill, man. Oh, man, that guy's great. He really belonged here live, man, next time. Yeah, he would, have like... good, he would have been drawing pictures of all of us. Move over, Mr. King. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mary. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> what an interview. That was great. My, Mary, you're on my mic, so there is no volume. Well, no, I have both your mics up. I turned them down before because you, you guys were throwing headphones at each other during we were, my interview. We were making out. We were not. (laughs) Stop it, Mary. Give me a dream. (laughs) But I think I have Mario's headphones because they're turned up to like 11. They're so loud. There's a volume knob on those. He stole them from his art school that he retired. I took them from the speech impaired. There's a bunch of deaf kids going, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Those are from the 70s. Nobody wanted them. I asked around. They're just raising both arms constantly. I I got nothing. I got nothing. What, me worry? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
Well, I, I, I listen to the show on my phone for the first time ever. Yeah, I'm, look at you, smartphone guy. Well, I had headphones while I was driving. That's dangerous. Oh, Mario. No, you're not supposed to do that. But, uh, but uh, a score update. <laughs> Little Squirts won. Little Squirts, I'm the coach. We won. Oh, my God. Little uh, Squirts won. one nothing. What a close game. I was missing half my team. Are you announcing the, the, li- the score <laughs> of the, the Little Squirts the game? Little Squirts, not yeah, the I'm Mets. like Rodney Dangerfield and Ladybugs. A children's soccer team? <laughs> Wait a minute, Mary. We're 6-0. Oh. Congratulations. Didn't you want nothing. Didn't you once say you had a player on your team called Wrong Way Erica? She went wrong way three <laughs> times today. <laughs> her dad is looking at me, and I'm like, you know what her nickname's going to be, Dad? <laughs> Costly the wrong way. But she didn't score the winning goal? No, Jasmine did it. Thank God. She's my yeah. she's my littlest little squirt, and she was set up in the crease perfectly. And She's and, your ladybug? In a tremendous yes. spice. And, uh, <laughs> and Gwen, who's my star Very player, nice she just put it into the crease, right. and she just tapped it right Last in. night, Mario came right. over. He goes, I want to watch the baseball game. I go, I guess I'll be. He goes, I'll be there at 8 o'clock, 8.30. He doesn't show up till 10 o'clock. I got to like, wake up in the morning. He's working those kids. And he's taking... Poker cards and chips and showing me the defensive schemes of the little squirts. Oh, he's really getting into this. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they play oh, yeah. like four, four, four little kids forward. I use a map. They're on the, four, right, little kids. Or on the four check. So yeah. this way, if you, if, you, if you pull the puck or the ball or the up. I had to explain the sides of soccer. If you break John. through the line, you, you, ah, he's explained to me soccer. He's got whole things mapped out. You're very good at that. He I can see you doing it. He doesn't know that the offside line in soccer is fluid. It goes I know. with the last defender. Of course, the ball. Right, Patrick? You know that. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that play. I don't know. I can't. I had to turn my headphones completely off once Thank Mario you. started speaking. <laughs> Thank you. I've listened. Mario's all, got a little. The, the, the center of the little squirts has a headphone and her helmet. And he's <laughs> talking skip, He's reading plays to some eight year old. Covering his mouth so the other coach doesn't see. Is your daughter on the team? <laughs> of course she is. She Omaha, plays, Omaha nine. You're not allowed to <laughs> coach a kid's team if you don't have an Tennessee, actual what? child what? in it. It would be weird. Yeah. Well, you're That would be now. weird if you didn't have a child on yeah, the I'm team. I just like little kids. I'm here. I'm happy. I help. just like little kids. You give her preferential treatment or no? No, she plays goalie. She did great in the first Yo, half. Kev. She plays uh, midfield forward in the second half. Do you have a, an assistant oh, like Jack Hay? There's too I many positions. Midfield ben, forward. He's great. His daughter, Sarah, is Left our out. key defender. That girl, I've taught her to kick that ball half a mile. She, they just clear it out. Clear it, clear it, clear it. Yeah. They're ma- fantastic. And, uh, yeah, we won. I, I showed John how to play soccer yesterday. and I, I know listened. how to play soccer. I was on a, uh, the only men's soccer team when I was a kid. There was <laughs> Two things. I listened. <laughs> there was only one. I listened was so to good the he played show with the men. on the way here. <laughs> when we were kids, there was a girls game. Screw those Irish people. And I listened to the <laughs> show you had last week, La Safe, La Safave. Yes, right. And La Safave. That's what I, I try I, a third I time. Something. <laughs> this show is a lot better when I'm not here. We all realize that. <laughs> Me too. Man, you guys are like <laughs> fluid. You're all talking to each other. That was a pretty good interview last week, I think. And it went well. It went yeah. well. Great yeah. show. I wish you guys were here, though. We're all going to see that show. I'm going to go see that band. Yeah, that's next Saturday, by oh. the way. It's French Kiss. Let's plug yeah, that gonna, again. That, uh, yeah, that's at uh, Elsewhere this Saturday, uh, next Saturday. I'll be Elsewhere. <laughs> October 12th in Brushwick, Brooklyn. Right, and I heard be you there. cried at Billy Bragg. I did. Very, very emotional. Very, very moving. You know, yeah, the night I went, he all about to kick somebody out. He kicked the heckler out. He had him escorted out. That's what was the heckler saying? He kept talking over Billy when Billy was talking about uh, racism and, and uh, nationalism. And well, I asked about when we had him, him on, and he said no. Like yeah, well, people, hecklers usually don't pay. Yeah, so it happened. It was $55 and he, he kept take. talking and he kept telling Billy just play music, and then Billy went over and had a, a, a talk to worst. him 
quietly, and then the guy just kept interrupting, and he just called security and said, I'm sorry, you have to go. Yeah, I should try that. Was it, when you say he was heckling, what was he saying? Was he like yelling, Trump, Trump, Trump? Or not, no, not that serious. I couldn't hear because I was telling the play bal- music. I was in the VIP balcony, which I was afraid for my life. I thought I was going to die in a fire. The oh, place yeah. is crazy. Live from the Bronx, we'll be back. Right after with this. The TRNN News Report. After these oh, words. Here on Radio Nope, that's a Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel of the SOS band. We won that in the war. <laughs> Just the original Glock rocker. <laughs> what? <laughs> Glock rock. It's true. That's what I'm into. Uh, good times here on Live from the Bronx. Thank you very much, Ed Steckley. Yeah. yeah. Let's also give it up for Mary Thomas who's in the studio. Mary is here. Tommy is here. I'm laughing myself. And do, Mario's You do quite here. well for yourself. Aww. And the rest. Let me test Mario's mic just to make sure. Mario's, Mario's got notes do in I front of him. It reads like yes. Yeah. Okay. You usually need to speak, yeah. yeah. Speak right into that mic. Oh, uh, I, that wasn't good enough what I said before? No. Okay. No. Do you can got you, me? Can you tell yes. us Are my levels tomorrow? right? How do I sound? Am I in um, You sound channels? good. You're a little low. Be, is, be louder. Be yeah. like, no, know. she's good. Pretend you're mad at Tommy Speak from my diaphragm. <laughs> right from Mad. You sounded great when I was on the way here. You gave this you. show a touch of class, Mary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Can you tell no us where you're going to? I'm going to go to touch of class. Is the limo company I use for the yeah. prom? We've oh. often said Mary's voice is great for radio. Mary's going to Comic Con. She's going to go say hi to Ed for us. Sound, cool. She sounds good. Uh, booth eleven sixty two. That's right. My lucky numbers one one six two. The year I was born. It's at the Javits Center. Yes. You were born in eleven sixty two. No, January sixty two. One sixty two. 
Really? I told you that story how I didn't bet on that 47 to 1 and 7 yeah, to 1. Yeah, I, I don't really listen to it. That was a $400 payout. I, wouldn't, I didn't put $2 on, and I bet 6 2 on every race. What does that right. mean? I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm, I thought I could uh, so, parlay it, retirement into gambling. It's not what, working. This is what Mario does. He, go, he went to, uh, where'd you go? Atlantic City? No, I went to, I like Fox Connecticut better. Con- right. well, it's sure. more scenic. Okay. Connect to the indigenous. <laughs> so people. when you lose all your money, you can stare at a mountain. That's true. There was a fog. So you went to play something, and Mario just, uh, he, you know, it, it's nothing wrong with that. He puts, like, you know, 10 bucks on 6-2 across the board for the rest of the night. Two bucks. A dollar, doc, oh, dollar exact a oh. box. <laughs> yeah, it costs 10 bucks, John, for five races. That's it? You bet $10? Yeah, $2 a race. But one of these combos came in for what are you, $400. What like an old lady on a pension? Did you get one of those <laughs> fucking goddamn Before cards, too, and you to motorize play, your no, ass around? I'm going brings, to play poker for three, four hours. I'm going to put it on off turtle and onto rabbit. I'll give you the case. The secret is... He you, brings his own sardine sandwich. You walk into... Well, this is true. I was starving, and I didn't want to leave to get food, so I kept ordering martinis with lots of olives, and I just keep eating oh crackers and olives and getting pretty drunk on the guy is so cheap. There I was a guy like up. that at the poker table last time I was in Atlantic City. He kept doing that, and he had a cup full of olives, and he's sucking them down. Well, what do you do with the martinis? You throw them out? No, no way. Them, I get drunk like and drunk, olives. and that's, maybe that's why like I'm losing. Yeah. Well, Those anyway. olives are stuffed with martini juice. <laughs> I'd like to explain to John how it works. You walk into the race book, and they have a, a Belgian beer bar. I know how to bet bar. on a horse, yeah. They have a fat tire Belgian beer bar. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I look up, I find the racetrack, and I, I just go to the window. You, I say, give me I look up, a I dollar find the exact the box on this racetrack for every race that's left. Usually it's eight, nine races, right? So I bet 6-2 across every race. Unlucky yes. Lindy. And I just did take you, a stack of tickets. Did you box it? A box, dollar exact a box. So, so I eat two, a horse, six, six, two comes six, in two any order, six. you're a winner. So now I go to the bar, I get a, a Belgian fat tire because I have my tickets to show that How I How many ice cubes are in the drink? No ice cubes. Only at City Field where I have to pay do I put ice cubes in my beer, sir. Right, please don't go. And then I leave Take four with my tickets. I don't know who wins the horse races. I just leave and I go play oh, poker. Right. And then I come back after I finish poker and I was up $300. So I said, oh, let me go see if 6 2 won. And it didn't. And then I started looking up on Shocker. the board, and I'm about to bet 6-2, and the race goes off, and it wins 47-1 to 1 odds and 7-1 to 1 odds. It wins $400 for a $2 bet. Wow. You and won that? No. No. I was hemming He's in hard. He's like one of these people who goes, I play 6-2 in the lotto every week. And there six, it came up. The minute I and came back in, I look up, 6-2 came like an in. Old lady. But right. I, didn't, I didn't hit the other ones. And But... Forget it. Playing here last week, I got killed too because now I've been getting ruthied at your games, and I don't like it, sir. Ruthied? Yeah. No, bullshit. Listen, Ricky Roach. Ricky Roach. He said ruthied. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Roach roofied you, but I told you. I, he, he might have warned me, yes. Mario I comes that. back out. I go, listen, Ricky Roach put like some kind of cough syrup, uh, THC <laughs> thing in, in your drink. I'm letting you know before you drink it. But I don't want to see Mario get roofied. Oh, you tipped him off? Of course. Nice. Listen, you can't roofie people. That's fucking that's assault. Okay. So, he verbally consented to being roofied. <laughs> no. This is what he does. He goes, oh, uh, oh, I'm turning Mary down the whole thing thinking it's Mario. <laughs> Potter down. It's Mario. I tell him exactly what's going on. He takes like a fork. Who knows where he got that? And he stirs the whole thing was together. Was it a and drinks scissor? It, it was a scissor, sir. So, so nobody, it, it doesn't count. You can't be dosed if you drank it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Listen, I don't think I heard you because I would never willingly take any kind of substance that would impair my that judgment. That is true. I heard you. You're the coach of the little squirts. No one wants to see. <laughs> He's got little squirts, all right. So basically, yeah, I got so pretty plastered. I was hallucinating, and I lost my money. I, I thought I was playing one game, and we were playing another game. Right. And then I went out to your uh, swing set, <laughs> you and Tetris. I saw things like poke. kind of mor- morphing into each other. And then you guys are like, <laughs> you're going to play Mario? And I'm like... I don't think so. Let that he's be covered a in raccoons and he's lying. Out. Always hallucinating, <laughs> never elucidating. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Asaro, ladies and gentlemen. Brilliant. Brilliant. Barry, you you see hallucinating raccoons? What no, Mario that? never like does the Irish Dan Dara goodbye, and he was just like out. And then he texts me like I forgot about him. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He texts me like I'm safe at home. Like I'm like looking yeah. at him, like oh about yeah. Two like, a.m. I woke up I was, with you know, seven raccoons on top of me. Really, I was about to go. I gently out. lifted I them fuck. off of me, and I I went home. Uh, very quietly, I take the uh, the old uh, smugglers route, the rum runners route home. Right. Smugglers route is yeah. my favorite. Underground railroad. Me. Nobody knows who I am. I'm like, a, a, a shadow in the night. So, what are your terms of Ricky? No, I think I, everyone in your house is avoiding you. I don't think you have to sneak in. No, I'm talking about just for getting home. Are you on good terms with Ricky now, or are you in the outs? <sighs> Listen, I'm torn. torn. Because I, I kind of no. like the journey he sends me on, even though it may be unwilling. <laughs> and, and but I don't free, like to do freeness. it while I'm trying to play cards. But you did it on purpose. No, I don't think I ever heard you, sir. But did you lose oh, money you playing so cards? full of shit. I'm I on said such it a as clearly streak. as I could. Mario, he, he put that thing in a drink. You took it and Thank mixed you. it up. <laughs> You're full of shit. Sir. Sir. Yeah. Much better. Do you like sir. game shows? I do never take Good anything you. willingly. I've been kind of duped in my whole life. And basically, retired or not, I live an upstanding life of alcohol is my only vice. And if somebody puts anything in my alcohol, I, then... I think maybe somebody puts something in my drink. Why don't they just put Mario on access? <laughs> I know, it's correct. Of, I'm correct. A sentence out of every paragraph. You just mm. pick one up. Right, maybe we live in a new Let's world. Go, we can up. admit all these things. But I'm still old school. I try to live a, a decent... And that was that Take Five with Mario. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not it. Take Five. I tell you what's on my mind, what really got me mad. Uh-oh. You know what grinds my gear? And another thing. <laughs> I was at and your concert, game. Patrick Walsh. You yes. and concert. the and the secret friends <laughs> and, and we ride play. on. Oh uh, yeah. And we were all at, you did a great job, by the way. Your set was really good. Thank you. We ride on always rocks. Yes. But oh. then Conan, Wait. who came down here and was our guest, he's down here from he came on the on his set came on, and I went outside, and all the hipsters, including yourself and everybody else, Paul Graziano, you were all out there just drinking and smoking. No, not you, John. Thank you. I support. And there this was scene. about twelve of us watching Conan, who did a. I, I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, but, but we played a show. Once. You understand? Anyway, Mario, you know when a band gets we off stage, played. they have to like breathe afterwards. You know that's yeah. how it Where's works. Where's the scene unity, Tom? I went out there and yelled at them. Okay. I shamed them, but it didn't work. Well, Dan Dara just yelled at me. <laughs> Fuck the audience. Sent me back in. <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan Mario, you're not a mus- I understand what you're saying, but you're not a musician. But when, if you were, you'd understand when you get off stage, the last thing you want to do is be in that room again. You've got to take a breather. It's like I sex. You, you know? know. You're Conan, sweaty. You I'm talking outside. to you, Conan. You were there Don't for give all Conan the bands. another reason to bitch. You're a great man. You're a great front man. You're a great leader of Radio Nova. From the TRN and World I really loved seeing you guys. I think that was the second time I've ever seen you. And I love that you dress up for your gigs. I love your shoes. I love your your I love the whole thing, man. Rock on, my friend. Conan Neutron. 
I'm giving you two Mario thumbs up. Yeah. I like a whole freaky scene. I like and how he said our band was great, and then he goes, but we were right on Always Rocks, and Conan is the best. It's different. <laughs> you know, you have it's to listen. Yeah. You can't understand. Your, your words are hard to understand. Where, like, Aton Mursky was there. Really? I'm singing about you the whole time. Aton, I heard you're his manager now. Aton Mursky. <laughs> you ruined his he life. Loves you hear my your song, song. So Annoyed. Take a long seat. walk over Short Pier. Far, was, far away. You ever he was amazed by your song in <laughs> the sea. Go kick rocks. Uh, yeah, he was all uh, And he's yeah, going to do a cover of it where you can actually understand the seven words you say over and over. <sighs> it's just one line. Yeah, I told him, no problem. Put the capo on two. It's three chords and say the same thing over and over again. He's like, oh, cool. It's <laughs> my format. <laughs> that was nice. I never, well, actually, somebody took it. Anyway, who cares? Here's the, uh, thank you, Mario. I well, appreciate you, John. You made the really scene. doing great. So Mario's complaint <laughs> time. Uh, we, gonna... we do need to get to the news, though, unfortunately. I'd like to hear news. Anything to plug, Mario? Here's Tommy Rocks. Your I mouth. Made, I made $1,200 on the menus. plug your mouth. Tommy Rocks. The end of the baseball season is plug here. up your pie hole. <laughs> Good for you, Mario. Go ahead. Sorry. What was that? I made lots of money. That's our great. Mess. All right. Tommy, what's in the news? <laughs> Well, Tom, Tommy's news, news is going to be like, Mario Tommy. won money. <laughs> it's like, they're taking us down from the inside. Last time, last time I put an episode up, yeah. Trump Coots. won the election in the news. Like another, another Bostonian mayor. Tommy Rockstar's Bullshit. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. Hey, Tommy Rockstar, what's in the news? Well, John, according to reports, Mario Sarr has made a lot of money. Fresh bullshit from Mario. (laughs) (laughs) He does quite well for himself. Mets did well, even though we didn't make the points. What's in the news? Well, it's Tommy with the sports. (laughs) Apparently, TRNN... (laughs) Isn't the only entity in the news that is obsessed with alligators? Wait a second. That's the only news I listen to. <laughs> yes, according to recent reports, U.S. quote President Donald Trump. Wait a second. You say there's more alligators in the news? Yes. <laughs> the news goes alphabetically. <laughs> Tommy's got a Google alert. It does go alphabetically. Uh, appar- Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? Yes, Donald Trump apparently declared that his envisioned border wall between the United States and Mexico needs to be, quote, fortified with a water-filled trench, quote, stocked to the gills with snakes and alligators to fend off potential perpetrators. Otherwise known as a moat filled with (laughs) reptiles. I had to read it three times and then, like, check to, and then I'm like, I see the check mark? Like, the... Is that real, Tom? John's face. Is that real? very real. I don't he know if he said it? said it or he was denying that he said it. Well, we'll get to it. But uh, anyway, the President of the United States just <laughs> tweeted about a moat <laughs> filled with snakes. I assume, like, you know, snakes who are used to the water and alligators. But I thought that was, like, several years ago. He did it recently No, recently, again? recently. Yeah, we elected a scriptwriter from a Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a president, pre- it's amazing. Presidency directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, John, during a meeting with his cabinet, Trump showed... Continu- a moat? Yes. <laughs> Emote, filled with... Yeah. <laughs> Snakes. Yeah. His meeting was uh, his meeting is with a wooden cabinet. It's not people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be great if you just forgot about being president and just concentrate on feeding the snakes and the alligators like he falls in love with it. The whole Thank you, Patrick. During a meeting with his cabinet, a moat. Yes, Trump showed uh, continued. <laughs> We're gonna have a moat. <laughs> the president's gonna fill the best. Trump showed continued frustration. <laughs> That his wall had not been built. I remember when Abraham Lincoln was like, I'm going to get a moat. I'm going to fill it with fucking sharks and beavers. 
And uh, it's those spiky things when you fall on me. I gave a hat tip to John. He tipped me off this story, dude. I was like, wow. what the fuck? Trump showed continued frustration that his wall had not been built while immigrants continued to flood the southern border. Say at a record- about that guy. That shit's funny. funny. That shit's funny. <laughs> at a record rate. A moat. As such, the leader of the free world willingly suggested to AIDS <laughs> that perhaps right, a- The moat's not working good right. enough. Willingly suggested- <laughs> Just regular- Sharks with frickin' laser. I mean, it's kind of hard to get across the water, but- you know, we have the money. Yeah, why not? Uh, as such, the leader of the free world will, willfully suggested to AIDS that perhaps a moat w- filled with armored... P- Putin and, said that? Uh, filled... <laughs> <laughs> perhaps a moat filled with armored amphibians. Perhaps a moat. Oh, the Ninja Turtles. Yes. Armored amphibians would help solve the problem. Adding once again... I want to see an alligator with nunchucks. <laughs> so he's watching Sharknado in the middle of the night and gets these great ideas. Probably. An armadillo with swim fins. On that. <laughs> I thought they were already armored. But added, an armadillo. <laughs> but once again added you know, like that... Dogs on one side and cats on the other. <laughs> cats are open. How many times do you have to cross the river if you have a dog, an alligator, <laughs> and one raft... The alligator's going to eat the dog. And the dog is going to taunt the alligator. I'm going to take the fox across and the eggs at the same time. Exactly. Go back to the chicken. And a bushel of rice. So you take the snake. Oh, you can leave the alligator on that side and take him back. Trump opined that perhaps the armed amphibians would help solve his problem, but added that Mexico would pay for the trench swamp. Sure. Bill, that swamp. They pay for the wall, so might as well do the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> he's going to build a moat, and he's going to build a wall around it so the snakes don't bite. <laughs> a real estate developer wants to build a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they usually, uh, usually fill them in. It's hilarious. I heard his ca- he, he shot down the idea after his cabinet showed him a Mexican Harrison Ford breaking what? through the system. You want to answer it again? <laughs> what? No. What the hell was he he rolls about? over, he jumps over that, and he swims through the Sharknado water. I think he might be oh. dosing. Oh. I see where you're going for, yeah. They had a Indiana little, he has a Jones model. Game. Doesn't he have a model, Tommy, yes. of this whole thing? That, yeah, got a mechanical they had a little toy figurine show him how to do it. Mechanical alligators running all over the White House. That's right. Listen, I think that Ricky Rope uh, does the shit. <laughs> Did he, and then he, listen to this. So, Ricky Rope loses that, that cough syrup bottle of THC, right? Right. He can't find it. He goes through the garbage last night. He finds it. He drinks it voluntarily. <laughs> That's not true. You told me that was for my cough. I said, I don't care about that. I don't like looking through the garbage. He goes, I, I'll be a huckleberry. <laughs> Dumpster diver. John, this is the best part. I'm no stranger to garbage. Uh, according to reports. Was sealed, isolate that. The crazed request. This. Trump's cra- uh, crazed request reportedly sent AIDS into a tizzy. A stat- By the way, Pat wrote for Crazed Magazine. <laughs> in the, uh, it was the third... It was, it was below cracked. It was, yeah. The craze request reportedly wow. said very, very poorly funded. <laughs> oh, you write for you write for craze. I write for crazed. I'm the colorist. Mm. The craze request reportedly sent A's into a tizzy as staffers rampantly attempted to get uh, seek a cost estimate from local vendors in the area, including well, cost- rampantly attended is no good. But, uh, uh, a cost estimate from local vendors, in- including calls to various up. pet and wildlife experts. Mm. Did they reach out to Tierra? Mm-hmm. To Mark Marone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the show tonight. I forgot we had a pet guy who came in with no animals. Pet expert. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jack yeah. Hanna. Hey, so, you know, how's it going? It's no animals. You guys understand what I'm saying here? He, he, no. he no. asked his aides. Chief McFiddler added. <laughs> Chief McFiddler. To price it. He asked and, uh, his... Chief McFiddler added. 
<laughs> he asked his age to price. Uh, what about anything in the future? You guys got anything coming up? <laughs> he asked. I know you're from Queens. Pete's <laughs> <laughs> not. Pete's not here. Pete's not here. He asked his aides to price it out. So now his aides are running around trying to get pricing on yeah. alligators. Mm, right? Right. I'm from Queens. I know you're from Queens. According to reports, mm. uh, Trump and his team were astonished to learn that most vendors couldn't handle the request, citing that it would take up to, quote, 200. But that, that other 5%, man, they were all in. <laughs> yeah, well, look, we sent all the wildlife jobs to China. <laughs> you're making this up, man. No, this is real. Uh, from, what, from what source? Newsweek. Mm, yeah, mm. It's appreciated. Tommy, I think you got all the news yourself right Newsweek. Uh, so, yeah. my image. Uh, mm. It's actually, it says, it's citing that it would take up to 250 truckloads of alligators and snakes to accomplish the fickle feet. Fickle. Fickle feet. I saw fickle feet open up fickle the Grateful feet. Dead. Mm, yeah. We're kind of a jam band. <laughs> yeah, I saw them at Horde Festival. <laughs> Horde Festival. Fickle feet. Fickle feet. Yeah. On the main stage. <laughs> In fact, Trump apparently wanted the wall itself electrified. Deep Dem- cuts. They demand- opened open for cake-like. Yeah, exactly. It's all of Trump's, like, like everything he posit is, is, like, written in crayon. <laughs> if he, that. He wanted the wall. hand with his foot. He wanted the wall electrified, demanding that it be. <laughs> yeah, right. electrified. I, I think we should also tie alligators to the electrified wall <laughs> and put knives sticking out of the heads towards the uh, uh, adding, Mexican Indiana Jones, according to Mario, uh, with help from the reverse vampires. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be good. He also demanded to be fitted with spikes on top that could, quote, pierce we're human flesh. Oh, he dad, does want so See, that's not even see? a joke. This is a joke, man. What are you talking about? Can we tie your dad to the wall? This sure. didn't happen. Tommy, I don't stop. Those I mean, nothing again. really surprised uh, me anymore, but this, I think, yeah, I, I see what you're doing. Don't dude, do bits. <laughs> me? <laughs> no, these are. Oh. This is 100% verified bullshit, John. This, right. this is true, actually, Mary. He demanded to be fitted with spikes this on top true. that could pierce human flesh. This is in Newsweek. This is true. <laughs> this is in the papers. Uh, according to reports, Trump went on to say that the U.S. Uh, would, quote, shoot immigrants in the legs if they threw rocks at soldiers. That, that is him, true. Him so, personally. Well, I heard that he talked about it with somebody. Who knows? However, I'm here defending the president. <laughs> and, and, God knows, and God knows these guys are they are all sharpshooters. On the level. They got it. They'll just take out a leg. They're good. You know how hard it is that you could be, like, a, you know, the best... Guy with a gun yeah. in the world. They also said they're going to shoot out a, their tires. A marksman. <laughs> and then they're going to hit a bunch of cardboard boxes. You try hitting somebody to like, it's hard. who's climbing the wall. I shot you in the <laughs> ass with a BB gun. One. However, Mr. Trump was Revenge told. Revenge will be mine. And it's going to come when you least fucking expect. Uh, however, Mr. Trump was told by his advisors that shooting Ryan. immigrants in the. <laughs> however, Mr. <laughs> uh, you just shot me a look. Finally, I did it. Go ahead. However, Mr. Trump was told by his advisors that shooting immigrants in the legs is frowned upon or using <laughs> or using snakes and alligators upon them was not legal in any way. Isn't that more expensive, though? You shoot somebody in the leg, now you got to help the guy or the girl, the baby. No. But apparently Trump was deflated. How hard is to shoot a baby in the leg? <laughs> Trump was deflated to learn that it was not legal in any way. And Robin, I'm saying a kill is a kill yeah. is a kill. After being and killing a kid. Should be just as good as killing an adult. After being continually told shut, my dickhead lieutenant. After being continually shut down by his he advisor. Said, hey, Stern, that counts as half a. After Mary, be, do your best, Robin Quivers, and rein him in. <laughs> after being continually shut down by his uh, uh, advisors in hours-long <laughs> meeting, the president apparently hours got. <laughs> you guys get fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then I and then I. <laughs> 
an ironic simile to the way he treats immigrants. He was shot down by his aides. Imagine that guy sitting in a knee, <laughs> sitting in a knee for an hour. It's like Tommy sitting through half of The Godfather. Never had. I've watched a quarter of it. Um, <laughs> a quarter of The Godfather. The president, after getting shut ne- down. Ne- never happened. <laughs> <laughs> never happened, Jack. After being continually shut down by his advisors in an hours-long meeting, the president apparently got hot under the collar over the key oh. issue, expl- explaining to the room, you're making me look like an idiot. I ran on this. This is my issue. Right. That, it, it's definitely them that made him look like an idiot. Uh, mm. He's good. Uh, you wear one of those cheap Trump shirts, you're going to get hot in the collar, too. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> polyester. One day soon, this guy, he's just going he's gonna to he's gonna be great. He's going to be presidential. Yeah, one day. Uh, yeah. one day Any day. day now. Listen, what Everybody's bugs getting me... Impeached. What Chief bugs McFiddler me is in the middle it. of this impeachment process, and you switch to channel 118, and you wouldn't know it. On their side of the story, what's 118? Fox yeah. News. No. On non- okay. Why don't you say Fox News? We're on Fox. an international no, nobody radio knows, show. Exactly. Nobody knows what 118 is. There's on, one guy in Sweden listening. You're like, tune to 118. Obviously, this means he doesn't have HD. Oh, yeah, There is no problem. And he goes out, and now he's hedging his bets. He's just saying it on the lawn. This story is out of he, Florida. It's just a matter of distorting reality till nobody knows what the fuck is true anymore. No, we know what's true. It's yep. We may know, but there's a, his his numbers well, the are actually said, rising. What the there, fuck? There, well, there's there's a psychological phenomenon where people psychological buy into the bullshit. No, buy it's into not the you, every man. It's not that you just buy into it. It's that you double down because you want to yeah. belong to something. You don't want to be wrong. And it's the same thing. All these Republicans yeah. who had no mm-hmm. spines, to, who, who who said he was an asshole before he got elected, who now just tore the fucking they line. They have nowhere to go. They, they, it's it's like a weird exponential psychological thing. Did you see Vice? It's called I mean, being where a dick. All those Republicans who thought that there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. When you're being sold a bill of bullshit, when do you look back and say, oh, yeah, we were wrong about that. Oh, yeah, we were wrong about that. How no. could they not see the writing in, on the wall? I don't know how they sleep. Yep. Nobody knows. In other news, <coughs> yes, tell me little diabetic kids up. have to pay $1,000 for insulin, and then they die. Thank you. John, in related news, <laughs> hey. much like his top client, Rudy Giuliani is apparently off He's the rails. Good. He's a good lawyer. I told you. <laughs> this according to Chiki I had Ed. a pocket ticket. He got it knocked down to second degree murder. <laughs> This according, this according to it, this guy keeps going on TV. This, he's losing it. This according to a cheeky ad that Good, popped yo. up in New York City subway. Uh, that's Italian. <laughs> what you told me to play Italian yes. things? Uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> now you're gonna sigh at me. Timing, my friend. Much like his seventeen pages of bullshit. Much like his top client, gonna jump across uh, his book, Rudy. Is, this is the worst reveal ever. This is so much worse than The Wizard of Oz. You guys worked this out? <laughs> no. Uh, it's just, uh, We're never doing that again. Don't talk to me. For much show. like his top client, Rudy Giuliani is apparently off the rails. This according to a cheeky ad that popped up on New York City subway this Tuesday. According to witnesses... Cheeky. It was written on a woman's behind. <laughs> a satirical <laughs> ad... A Brit, a Brit? Which was spotted on at least one A-train this week. At least one. Yep. Touted quote crazy legal services from an ex from the ex New York City mayor turned Trump attorney. Crazy uh, legal services. <laughs> this has got to be a guerrilla campaign. Hi, Julian. Right? Yes, including services such as back channel deals, shameless ca- and shameless cable back TV channel. news net appearances. The blue banner ad also features Giuliani's mug picture. Yeah, so there's like these fake ads on the subway. They look like, like 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 scam lawyer ads, like real, right? Yeah, artists. It's like Doctor Zizmo. We right. call it art. 
The Blue Banner ad also Ooh, features Giuliani's mug pictured with his tongue partially out. Thanks, Picasso. We got it. Along with a working phone number and a link to a functional website, that, functional. which was crazyrudylaw.com. <laughs> I'm assuming this is fake, strap hanger Vito Tartaglia from Staten oh. Island said, who discovered the crazy Rudy ad. <laughs> Try this Calipino. Jewish fellow. It's Irish boy. It's stuck. <laughs> the door. This is an actual record. Sorry, everybody. I can't <laughs> the ad's phone number led to uh, pollution. Uh, that's Italian. <laughs> My memory's thick I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> the ad's phone number led to a belligerent voicemail where a male's voice players, quote, you have called the law offices of Crazy Rudy. Yeah. Where he specializes. Oh, they really, they went this far? Yeah. They should have stopped at the sign. Nice. <laughs> We specialize in back-channel deals, cable uh, news shameless Jim. appearances, and we'll work for when drunk. Will uh, they draw caricatures of that? <laughs> <laughs> Messages left at the faux law, uh, law office were not returned by Dar- from Darren. Uh, Julian, Wait, it's fake law office? Well, we called, but Let's didn't know call what call right now. Yeah. Uh, Jul- Giuliani has made international headlines in recent weeks amid revelations of that he spearheaded potentially illegal attempts to these illegal to solicit <laughs> So I'm at Russo on the bait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding some weird shit. <laughs> to solicit Ukrainian interference in the 2020 election of President mm. Trump's uh, New York City's uh, the former New York City mayor bystander veto to the former New York City mayor was subpoenaed earlier this week. Uh, in, in, was like I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> in the House impeachment investigation, which is uh, exploring whether Trump should be removed from office. Right. So that happened. They're trying to impeach the president. Yes. I heard, yeah. Because uh, he, he, he told uh, the Ukraine to look into his uh, opponent. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. And, cut off, and cut off their funding. You shouldn't do that. And then he's like, here's the uh, transcript of it. And it's like some weird trend. And then he comes out and he's like, yeah, I did that. That's a brilliant strategy. And then Chinese to do it too. And not only did I do it, I'm thinking the Chinese should get involved. <laughs> what, they're sitting on their ass? During a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> what, that was Every wrong? Every press sure. is still below a helicopter. That I was wrong? That. That, he's well, below a helicopter. Wrong. He never gives a press conference in front of a podium anymore. That ended like a year ago. Right. He's underneath a helicopter, whether it's taking yeah. off or not. Ready to go in any minute. It's too loud. He's like, I got to go. The helicopter's blowing. Madness. Just doesn't want his toupee to go. Think about it. Who's the spokesman now? Do you even know? No. You don't know because you never see the press. Yeah, he hasn't done a phone press conference in like a year. No. He yeah. stands under a fucking helicopter. The thing yeah, sits on the lawn the whole time. Has he ever gone on TV and said, my fellow Americans? Like once. Right. Yeah, a big fireside chat. We are officially in an autocracy. <laughs> He's so busy. Yeah, really. <laughs> that, that's a dope Irish goodbye, though. Like, the helicopter's here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about Lip you, Ben? Well, uh, I can't really hear you. He's like Dan Dara at a party. He's out. In other local news, <clears throat> bad blood is apparently the Trump <laughs> the president's not local. Uh, bad blood is apo- uh, apparently boiling over again between the members of the Gotti crime family. Uh oh! And uh, the hey, Guardian Angels listen, founder Curt- I about I no idea. Curtis Lewa. I don't know what you're talking about. Pat, the guy's a plumber. He's I thought a, I from what I hear, a damn good one. <laughs> uh, according to reports, the crime family is living. No reports. Uh-uh. There's no mafia. The crime fit. I don't know what I'll, you're talking about. I'll shoot about. the president. Don't worry about Scotty. When Scottie. is the crime? Thank you. Nothing to see here. Please don't good, kill it. Good tax-paying uh, Americans. More yes. editing. I they do port a Now I have to cut out Mary saying she's going to murder the president. This is great. 
According to reports, the Gotti family is livid about a TRNN Never s- heard of story that was published uh, about a wedding that w- both. When is the Gotti fa- family they, not living? They've, they've never been. They've never been livid. They've never been hot-headed. <laughs> no, they fine. do a lot for the community. Exactly. Yeah. They do the fireworks. Well, apparently, they're uh, known for being level-headed. They buy pencils for the kids. They're angry about a TRNN story that was published about they're a wedding pencils. that Sliwa <laughs> and Gotti both attended it's, last weekend. Was it on Russo on the Bay? Close. TRN reports that Sliwa and Junior, uh, who was so accused of Russo on the bay, <laughs> uh, Junior Gotti, who was accused of kidnapping and attempting to murder Sliwa back in the nineties. No idea what you're talking about. Well, the, he tried to kill Sliwa. Stop no, it! He didn't. Uh, He's fine. Just put a scare on. That's him. all. No, no. Sliwa's a fucking. We're kept on the opposite sides of the that's room. That's a hoax. He hoaxed that whole thing. Well, you'll see. In the story, we're kept I on opposite sides of the he room. At the Staten Island One nuptials. One Sliwa didn't lie about. <laughs> Sliwa told TRNN that he was, quote, mad-dogging Junior all night. Mm. What does that mean? I.e., shooting nasty looks at. Oh, that's oh, a good idea. Let's yeah. shoot nasty looks right. at the gangster. Malocchio, the Malocchio. Right. What? He's going to take that beret and shove Don't it in your mouth with your dick cuddle. Oh, he's like Captain plumber. America. He takes that beret off, he flings it at you, and he catches it in the other hand. Uh, and that people were reminding me that this is my <laughs> friend's wedding, so don't make a scene and don't <laughs> kick into a dust-up. So I'm at Russo on the bay. Don't have a Donnybrook. You don't want to brouhaha. Exactly. Getting to an old-fashioned melee. I started laughing to myself on the train the other day, thinking about because we said Donnybrook or something. I'm sitting there by myself like a maniac. A dust-up, a Donnybrook. I can't find sounds. Sorry. What happened, Tommy? No, I'm just waiting. Um, and then Sliwa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hold on, wait a little second. looking at his phone. Uh, we caught him off guard. What are you on Instagram? No, you're no, in the no. The fucking news. <laughs> you you a fucking news, man. Tom got an alert. The guy. Hey, it's Curtis Sliwa here. It's Asbury Park is burning down, and guess what? I'm getting the hell out of here. But we're live from the barrage. Yeah. Oh, who is that? Is it Junior Gotti trying to kidnap me in a camp? Oh, uh, the, Lee Curtis. The Gottis are accused of. Uh, <laughs> the Gotties are accusing Sliwa of playing up hey, the... it's Curtis Sliwa here. <laughs> the, uh, playing up the situation for the press. Gotti Jr.'s sister... Like Wait, the, see, the Gotties are taking it to the media? Yeah, yeah I missed the good old days. This no, is bullshit. No, they're accusing Sliwa of taking it up to the yeah, press. They, they don't accuse anybody. You just go yeah. choke the guy. Hey, dummy up. Gotti, accuse? Gotti Jr.'s sister, Angel, tweeted in response to the hey, story. It's Curtis Sliwa here. She's going on a one-way trip. Angel, twe- Angel tweeted, quote, Sliwa is still whoring, I see. Big oh. mouth troublemakers never change. Always desperate for attention. Well, does he still have a radio show? Does he still have morning radio? I don't know. <laughs> From the grave. No, he was on one of the talk shows. I listen morning every morning day. Radio. I know. I don't know if he still has a show. I think he does, actually, yeah. <laughs> like, somebody let me out. You like to t- I heard you, you like to talk into a microphone, huh? Angel Gotti. Uh, hey, we're off the air. <laughs> Angel Gotti. <What> commercial. <laughs> told TRNN. Uh, when reached for comment, Curtis would sell his kids for attention and publicity. Right. I don't know who who is worse, him or Gambino family turncoat John Elite. <laughs> That's a deep, deep cut. Exactly. I don't know who's worse, him or my uncle uh, Phil, who never, no one's ever heard. Of. Sources say Jennifer Aniston is really upset about the breakup. <laughs> she was quoted as saying, "I can't believe he did this to me after all I've done." Hey, Curtis Sliwa here. <laughs> She continued, two schnooks who can't seem to get the attention unless they're lying about the gaudies. Right. We don't want to lie about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is live from the wedding. That's, the, uh, that's Pete on the phone. 
<laughs> the colorful nuptials were reportedly for AM 970 host Frank the Fish Morano. Oh, come on. And what? And his... Uh, Is he sleeping with himself? Fiance, Rachel O'Brien. Oh, I don't agree with that sort of thing. Mr. Sliwa, who has founded the Guardian Angels in 1979 and is now a radio host, was kidnapped in a stolen taxi, allegedly, in 1992 and shot multiple times by a gunman who was hiding in the front seat. He shot himself with Mario's BB gun. John Gotti Jr. was tried for the crime. Taxi is my favorite PlayStation game. (laughs) It's my favorite minute song. John Gotti Jr. was tried for the crime, but mysteriously was never convicted of the crime. My son stole a Who shot Biggie Smalls? You don't know. Who shot Jam Master J? John you don't Gotti. steal a taxi. <laughs> we run the medallion racket. <laughs> oh, sorry. I went off. I was... Curtis, Curtis Sweela can currently Me be again. heard Curtis Sweela. every Monday through Friday, 12 to 3 p.m. on 77 W. W. Yeah, it's whatever the A B C. Kill me. I'm not a dog. Not what it says. <laughs> Mary, that's what, what. Is he just reading off a blank piece of paper? Yes. Monday through Friday. He's got Man Magazine. He's got Spy versus Spy over there. There's no words. No, exactly. A B C. His notes make more sense if you fold them in. I forgot to <laughs> <laughs> fold them up and throw them in the garbage. Put him on the air. Coming sooner than back of the Man Magazine. Mario's notes, just fold them up and throw them in the garbage. Oh. That's the bit. You know who I... You know who I the met millennials. today, John? The millennials like recycling. John, you know who I met today? Laugh, laugh. John Houlihan. It's a, it's a crumple up. John Houlihan. John Houlihan. I can make you my ward. Yes. John Houlihan. What? You know who I met today? No. I met our good friend John Liu at the OSB bar, uh, and I went. He, I went up to him to shake his hand. I said, "John, it's Mario from the Barrage," and he's like, "Oh wow, when can security. I come back on?" He wants to come back. I said, J- "You were famous for calling in and then being." Wait, he's like a senator now. He come on any goddamn time he wants. He was like, he called in from outside, and then he walked in, and then he goes, "Was that before I won or, or after?" I said, "That was right before." And he who, won. What do you mean the game? Who, no, election. who was he running against? Our good friend <laughs> won the Tony Avella. Tony Avella. He's like Led Zeppelin too. And then Tony Avella. He named the most African American superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. John Lou sends his regards to the barrage. Cool. Thank you. What's in Thank the you, news? John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Well, and finally. <clears throat> Comedian Andrew Dice Clay threw oh. a hi- reportedly threw a hissy fit in Atlantic City after performing with Roseanne Barr. Am I doing interview? Uh, I like, wants to open his fucking mouth. That was John last Halloween. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like the audience nice to know guy. that when John when Tom said comedian, he did air quotes. By the way, just for the record, Ryan, I was Andrew Nice Clay. That's I only right. told him nice jokes. Yeah, hey, compliments. Hey, you look pretty good. You're nice. Hey, I like that you top. Look, you look like a Why respectable person. Dickery, dickery, duck. It's nice to meet you. Is this your wife? Oh, I don't believe we met. Let me buy you a drink. I believe you didn't win, John. You're supposed point. to be a news guy. Where are you getting your fucking That's our information? Research. I got out of Atlantic City, and according to reports... <laughs> what, <laughs> no, you, you need to work out or something? By the no, way, actually, the person who reported yeah. that was a New York Post columnist and, uh, and uh, a st- stalwart, Pat? Mm, yeah. Sure. Pronouncing that correct? Mm. 
Uh, 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 it's Cindy Adams, who's like mm. the gossip columnist. Yes. Post it Cindy. actually read very she's gossipy. She's like 100 years old, and mm. she's like terrible. And so Andrew Dice Clay went like nuts on social media today. Like, oh, sorry. No, no, I, it's funny you it. say that because the copy I took it from was so poorly written and so gossipy that I had to turn it to more factual information. Tom got his news out of Atlantic City and Mario had to get out of Atlantic City. <laughs> I go to Foxwoods now. <laughs> Connecticut, please. It was so sh- like shittily written. I was like, this is awful. Yeah. Uh, com- yeah, so he threw a hissy fit in Atlantic City after performing with Roseanne Barr at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. Now come on the news for two the seconds. <laughs> the aged performer apparently Ooh. booked a private room. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a private room. Not that aged? Uh, yeah, aged is the right way to say it. Wacom. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> apparently booked that guy, a- you could set that guy off so quick. Wine yeah, he dice gets, up in two yeah, seconds. crazy. Booked a private room at Robert's Steakhouse for his uh, ten of his closest <laughs> friends. I saw when he was, he was responding to this. He's like yelling, "I don't eat steak before the show. I don't like to have steak." Really? <laughs> He's all going crazy. Oh, he had a sitcom about his life, and it was pretty in- entertaining. Is that still on? Uh, nope. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, no. No. Probably no. not. However, at the at the night's festival, I think he'd be playing ballets. That involves watching him for <laughs> at least a half show. hour. Every time I do an interview, a guy wants to open his fucking mouth. However, as the night's festivities went on, Clay reportedly sent his flank. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Clay reportedly sent his flank steak back. Twice. Roses are red, violets are blues. Hey, Tommy Rockstar, what's the- <laughs> And this steak is red too. Clay reportedly sent. <laughs> I'm sending it back. I need a glass of water. You Clay- call this medium? Right, the waitress comes up and says, yeah, baby, I say, hey, honey, what are you fucking drinking a glass of water? Clay reportedly <laughs> sent his flank steak back twice after complaining loudly. Up. About it. According, <laughs> according to witnesses, the dice man first. Should be fussier with a better cut. <laughs> you try to fuck me, Cindy. Dice does the fucking. Yes, he sent, ahead, his, he sent his flank steak back <laughs> twice after complaining loudly about it's, it. <laughs> his flank steak. According to witnesses. You take this flank steak and shove it. Try it Do yourself a favor. Don't let him give you any of that uh, flank steak broil. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> try the London broil. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good tip. I sure. Do it. Pamper yourself. <laughs> One day I'll tell you the Yes, very good. I'll have a Bloody Mary and a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> this is overcooked. Now it's wrong. I'm like, hey. You call this flank steak? <laughs> I call it plank steak. According to witnesses, the dice man first said the entree was not cooked <laughs> enough. You just can't wear gloves. You can steak with gloves. After so the kitchen with a hairnet on. <laughs> Show them how to do it. After servers. I used to work in the kitchen. Mm. Stand aside. After service scrambled to roast his beef, uh, Clay, uh, Clay uh, re- re- complained a second time, stating that the flank was too well done. <laughs> Listen, do That's yourself like a, a favor. Don't let him give you any of that uh, flank steak bullshit. <laughs> Please let me go home. You call this flank steak, I call this stank skate. Uh, right, no. well, yeah, that's strike two. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, the third time was a charm. i send Mario's jokes back Apparently. to the kitchen. I can't even say steak. <laughs> yeah, well, uh. it's your, you know. Are you microdosing? You're a uh, alcoholic and a drug addict. Macrodosing. <laughs> I macrodosed. Oh. Apparently, third time was a charm after the stressed chef, Francois de Laurent, <laughs> you're uh-huh. like I fucking put his stick on the floor. Attempted to stifle the actor. Oh. Stifle. 
De LaRange later told uh, TRNN that Dice, quote, embarrassed me and the entire kitchen staff, as he always really? does when he's here. That's funny. He seems mm. like such a gem. Uh, according to De LaRange, that's the news. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, Very entertaining. Oh, oh, you missed a big story, Tommy. You missed a big scoop. What's that, buddy? Kiss is going to be playing a full makeup show on a boat. For eight people that are going to be in a submarine under yeah, the water. And Francois de Laurent is playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> this is really happening? Yeah. Tell me more, Ryan. I want to be on that sub. Sheriff <laughs> Francois. I didn't hear that, Ryan. It's, tell me more. They're playing for eight people and four of them is kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Conan Neutron's. Running a gym. Francois. I can't find any of my kids. Francois de la Ronde. <laughs> 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 we, we had Sid Butler from Francois de la Ronde last week. Come on, it's the best I'd come up in the two hours of sleep. Um, it's what, an experiment to uh, to attract the sharks be to, because of the vibration of the music. Uh, oh, they're trying to attract they sharks? react to it, yeah. Right. So, and then they're going to ship them right to Trump's yeah, boat. They just right. play Nickelback and make yeah. all the sharks go away. Elon Musk is going to send them to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to do in the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. Hey, uh, I think we should do a Ryan game. game. I didn't realize the time is getting away from me. I just oh, kind of screwed the whole thing up. By the way, that's the news. Nice Thanks for playing. That's another the edition of The Ryan Game. <laughs> Don't make fun of Pat's shoes. Frank Delarose. I got the pr- enunciation correct. Frankie from the neighborhood. <laughs> Frankie from the neighborhood. Enjoy, you fucks. <laughs> You tell me the French guy's first name is France? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Brian, <laughs> what's in yeah. the game? Hey, are you interested yeah. in Thank game you, shows? Thank you, Mary's moving the game. Yes. And, and now, from, from a barrage, barrage in Queens, New York, York, it's time to play the Ryan game, yeah. where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan Collison. Yeah. Let's move on with the game. Ryan, I'm sorry. I'm looking forward to the game. What's in the game? Oh, we got to do, let's do lightning round. We don't got much time. No, we got right. time. Go let's ahead. go while we're young. 15 minutes, Ryan. Busy <laughs> <laughs> mixing a record. Are you timing us, Mario? <laughs> I'm keeping score, and I'm telling you, you have 15 minutes. Make it good, man. An idiot. Right. I've wasted my entire life. I've wasted fucking like seven or eight years I of my life. I told you this is purgatory. You're about to waste the next 15 minutes. Oh, we're not doing that my game, kids Tommy. Me. Don't worry about that. We're doing uh, uh, movies. Uh, we're doing sounds on a radio show. We're doing uh, famous, 44 years old. Famous songs, first lines. Fuck the audience. I read the first line of a song and you, and you shout it out. We're shouting it out. Shout it out. Oh, no, wait, wait. You know it. Wait, I have to say You've got to have a party. And wait, wait, wait. wait. What? Ryan, we discussed this. If we and just write begin. down our answers and then go and turn, it's We're loud. shouting. It's lightning it's, round. It's crazy. It's crazy loud it's and it doesn't make good radio. Ten minutes of the show. Actually, Mario, you are correct, loud. but we don't crazy have a lot of time, so we have to rush through this year. we could just... Come on, shut up, man. Stop changing the game. It works perfectly. Uh, uh, Do you ever hear me say, hey, Mario, what's in the game? He's finally going back to the episodes. I'm just trying to make things better, gentlemen of the barrage. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. You know where to start. All right. Let's begin. Number one. I can almost remember their funny faces. You that cadence. That time you told them that you were going to be 
Marrying. Stop, Stop it, Mary. That's a Coke commercial. <laughs> Nobody got it. No. I'll chat never box. get married. Was it chat box? No idea. The no, song it. is Jet by Wings. Oh. 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 Is it Kojak? I love salt and major. But Question number two. <laughs> With your feet stupid on the air. That's pretty good. Dumb, and your head on the ground. Uh, uh, the um, Pixies. Where is my mind? Yes. Nice, nice one. Nice. Oh, Enjoy that free pass, ass white. Because we don't know it. You're doing a great job. What's in the game, Ryan? You got a point, sir. Number three. <laughs> Madman. Drummers. Bummers. Indians in the summer. Shit. Full confusion. <laughs> Jethro Tull. Madman. Drummers. Bummers. Madman and drummers. <laughs> bummers and stummers. Like I'm in school in the gallery. <laughs> no, I don't think I will fuck stummers. Madman <laughs> in the drummers. Get the flute out of my feet. In the bummers. All right. Who is it? Uh, Bowie. Madman, drummers, bummers, Indians in the summer. That is Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann, man. Written by Bruce Springsteen. That's why that's so stupid. Springsteen's like, yeah, you can have it. Yep. Manfred Mann. Question number four. Manfred Mann. Teardrops on the city. Bungled in the jungle, man. Teardrops on the city. Pain. Bad scooter searching for his groove. Oof. Bad motor scooter by Sammy Hughes. Bad motor scooter. Teardrops on the city. Bad scooter searching for his groove. Jesus, lyrics. Oh yeah, it's awful. Jesus. Where are we getting these from? Going into the vault. What was the fact? Midnight in the city. Another line? Seem like the whole world walking pretty and you can't find the room oh. to move. Oh. Shit. Oh, uh, summer in the city? It's a good guess. Well, everybody better move over. That's all. Because I'm running on the bad side, and I got my back against the wall. Stop it! Bad move rising? Nope. Bad song? Good guess, man. Good guess. We're going to have a time, Ryan. we got to keep moving. Say it again. Say it from the top. Yeah, right. We need as much time as we want on this one. (laughs) Say it from the top, Ryan. Say the last two lines. Teardrops on the city, bad, sco- bad scooter searching for his groove. And then? Keep going. What was That's the last it. two lines? That's it. You don't, That's know, you don't it. know it. If you don't know I it, I know it. I know it. It's first line. First line is the game. Answer, please. Seem like Shad the whole box. world walking pretty and you can't find the room to move. Tent Avenue freeze out. Right. Seem uh, like the whole that took too long. <laughs> Break my no, fucking bones. You said we question number five. See, you, you're, question. To, you're, you're yelling about how Enjoy that free pass, the answer, but you just keep shouting over everybody. You just shouts everything. Sorry, I have a question. Ryan, I apologize. Yes, can you hand me that ashtray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question number five. There's an Uber number on the bottom. Question number five. She keeps her Moe... A Chandon. Oh, that's um, a, a, a killer queen. Yes. A queen. Oh, man. 
she keeps it. What was the name of the guy? She keeps it Francois Delon. Why don't we just call this the John Knows Everything? pretty cabinet. I have three points, right? Yes, you do. And we have ten minutes left. It's plenty of time. Good. Question number six. All you got is this moment. The 21st century. Um, That's... I need you tonight by NXA. Right. Damn it. Oh, damn you. John, just leave the room. All right? Come on. Question number seven. The guy hung himself jerking off. As <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Alleged. As the sun breaks above the ground, an old man stands on the hill. As the ground warms to his first rays of light, a bird song shatters the still. I know this. And now you know the rest of the story. Woody, that Woody, man. Woody, Woody got this right away, by the way. By the way, I want to mention that. Uh, Deep purple. His eyes are ablaze. See the madman in his oh, gaze. Oh, it's Iron Maiden. It's uh, the story of the Iron Maiden. <laughs> Come on. I'm right about the band, Come right? Man, you got it. Run to the hills. It, the Trooper. No. Um, seven, seventh son of a seventh son. <laughs> no, no, no. Power slave. Oh, oh a di- uh, yeah. Three, Ace is high. Two, one. Mm. Flight of Icarus. Ah, uh, I never would have got that. You've referenced that before. Wait, to question number eight. It's all right. There comes a time. Got no patience to search for peace of mind. Peace of Mind by Iron Maiden. <laughs> Somewhere in Peace of Mind. That is a... Laying low. Want to take it slow. Deep. <laughs> Man, musicians are idiots. This lyrics is stupid. No more hiding, disguising uh, truths I've sold. Mm-hmm. I got another. Jeopardy by Greg Ken. Yes, Kyle, I was looking for the law officer's bit. I cannot find. Thank you. Three, two, one. <laughs> that was still 20 minutes. That is No Excuses by Allison Chains. Oh. Uh, Popular band out of... I don't know that song by that. Hamburg, Germany. Yes, you do. You know. No Excuses. No never heard that. Mm-hmm. Question number nine. <laughs> Way too much percussion on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bongo. Yeah. Yeah. Question Sorry. number nine. Wood. Look in my eyes. You. What do you see? Cult of personality. Yes, that's right. That's exactly you what you see. Them. It's the cult you of personality. You them on your trucker oh, show. Yeah, that's that those guys. You. you just broke jo- John's Lover. shutout. Congratulations. I, I did interview them. That was, they, those guys are awesome. They were so cool. Question I was number ten. Drunk in the morning. <laughs> Drunk in, in the color. morning. I'm like, how can I screw this up? I got a fucking gig on Sirius. Let me bring a six pack of beer at eight o'clock in the morning and see what happens. Let me do a fucking roll the dice. Yeah, I thought you guys had a bar here. Yeah. You need me back? Uh, no, we'll call you. <laughs> hey, you guys are crazy. Let me call, man. I can't believe it. This is like my interview. They're like, yeah, man. Shit. Question the ten. Number ten. I've been really trying, baby. Trying to hold oh, back shit. this uh, feeling for so long. Uh, let's get it on. Tommy, my man. Yeah. yeah. That song sucks. All right. Yeah. So Stupid. He's talking about sex. Mm. Baby. Question number 11. 
Now, if there's a smile on my face... Oh, um... Uh, oh, oh, tears oh, of a clown. Damn it. Mario. Well, nice job. Enjoy that free pass. Yeah, we guys. play us against John. It's four to three. Let's team up. Why? It's close. It's four to three. You asked for me. Yes. You have four. So why are you going to all gang up on me? I'm only one point ahead, us. just like the little squirts. Take the challenge. You're a superstar at this game. Do it, John. Stop changing the rules to fuck me. Do you want Pat on your team? Uh, who no, doesn't? It's us against John. So it's how about you and Pat yeah. versus, versus the rest of us? The rest of them. Fine. Keep in mind, I've, I'm, I'm at nil. He's a musical <laughs> mind. Yeah, but you could be like a late inning guy. Yeah, relief I love pitcher. the way Ryan delivers the line in an unaffected cadence. Yeah. It's hard. Right, I try to break it up a little. It's good. Uh, number 12. She would never say where uh, she came uh, from. Um, um, Ruby, uh, Tuesday. Ruby Tuesday. Ruby yeah. Tuesday. Fuck you. I was you. about to say it. Enjoy that free pass, ass white. Italian. You know how to sing Ruby Tuesday in Italian? Ciao, ciao, Maybe it's Spanish. Soon I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Question number 13. Everybody's high on consolation. Everybody's trying to tell me what is right for me. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My daddy tried to bore me with a sermon, but it's plain to see that they can't comfort me. Good, and you? <laughs> it's obviously Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith. Everybody's high on consolation. Everybody's high on consolation. Who could Did hang a name of <laughs> Everybody's high on consolation. Everybody's high on consolation. <laughs> I have no, uh, I got none. Three, two, one. That is uh, Hole and Oates with oh. She's Gone. Oh. Mary, you didn't know Hole and Oates? She's not coming back. Not if you fuckers knew Hole and Oates. She's gone. Loves <laughs> she knows that one. I only know Hall. I only know Hall. <laughs> she knows she's gone, Mario. Question. I never, never was an Oates guy. I'm more of a one. Number 14. <laughs> I used to think maybe you oh. loved me. Now, baby, I'm sure. I used to think oh, maybe you love me I now, baby. I'm sure. You were always on my mind. Nope. Uh, Tommy was just talking to me there. It wasn't that wasn't my answer. <laughs> <laughs> you, just me so you too. Throw that out there, man. And I just can't wait till the day when you knock on my door. Stop it. Now every time I think go for the head. mailbox, I try to hold myself down. You That's got right. It. What's the song? I don't know. Oh, I just wow. know the lyrics. It's crazy. Because well, I just can't wait. I uh, can't fight this feeling anymore. You write me. You're coming around. When I come around by Green Day. No. <laughs> well, Mary knows it. Come on, Mary. I know the melody. Is that, is that I can't fight this feeling anymore? Team us. It's four to four. Team us needs you. Walking on sunshine. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Because I guess I just can't wait. I had the melody. Wow. Yeah, John, you took the lead. <laughs> five to four. <laughs> <laughs> it's five to four, John. I pulled that sunshine straight out of my tuckus. Yeah. 
Hey. <laughs> what wow. number is this? 16? Yes. Sure. Question the 16th. <laughs> I find it very, very easy to be true. Um, uh, walk the line. Uh, I walked the yes. line by Johnny Kidd. Wow. Uh, we, got, uh, we got a minute left, guys. I like to Should hear Tommy Rockstar do the news. One more. Do it. John won. He's got seven to our combined four. Here's my story. <laughs> it's sad but true. Oh, run around, Sue. Uh, Correct, Tommy. Seven to six. Hip. John, I'm going to drink to you. Everybody. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank Mary. You. Thank you, Tom. Good job, Ryan. Yeah. In the pinch there. Fun game. Yeah. Excellent. I, I got game. a 10 second plug. Quick, Mary. Mm. No. N- next seconds, week, literally. I'm going to talk about how I made John eat crickets and cow testicles. And we're going to see our good friend, Varsity <laughs> Pete Precise, them. coming down. Check he out his album. It's mm-hmm. called House. I got it written down. Good. And you? House Down the Liquor Store and his song, Product. The guy has really gone yeah. a long way, and he's, he's a really, serious he's coming here. He's so coming down he, here live. So, you know his so uh, an adverb? I'm going to see him tomorrow night in Bushwick, <laughs> and that's where he's from. Like me, we're Bushwick natives. And there's the plug. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. We're going to have a great show. You always this have to relate it to yourself. We'll see you next okay. week, everybody. We're precise. Thank you, Mario. Thank yeah. you, Mary. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Tommy. And uh, everyone else who's not here, go plug. Thank you, John. Hey, this yeah. is Woody High from the band Mighty High. We'll see you next week. Thank you, man. Yeah, stick around for music on with music off. Which I assume is still on after the show. Who the fuck? Yes, it's actually a tribute to the Muffs, I believe. Yes. Thank you, Max. Thanks. Tribute to the Muffs coming up on Radio Nope. Yeah. Peace. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Habs. Ramones forever. Mike's is still on, huh?